I'm Gary, but the ladies call me 30G. Snoop Dogg. Bye to the motherfucking business. Yeah. You put the pedal to the metal when you get what you want. Bow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Floor Shizzle. Power at 100. It's all Rob. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Huh. I couldn't get the song That's right. You, I was, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like Bob Dylan at We Are the World. I, I just couldn't get my groove going. Rob goes, I've heard you sing a million times on the show. Just sing the song. And the problem was. Rob does this like screaming singing and I was trying to do it and I was blowing my voice out. I didn't know how to I don't know how to scream like that. And uh, But that wasn't what he was asking you to do. He said sing like yeah, you. I, yeah, but I was trying to sing like him because I, I when I sang like me it didn't sound right, you know. I I don't know. It was a disaster. I needed Stevie Wonder there to coach me, but I didn't get it. But I should have been like Call me the American Nightmare. Call me the American Dream. Call me the Soul Connector. Call me anything you need. Now you hey, figured it out. motherfucker. <laughs> I finally figured out what I should have been doing. Too late. I said to Rob, can I get one more chance at another song? But uh, I think that ship has sailed, ladies and gentlemen. He's moving. Hey-oh. <laughs> quack, 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 I blow it. I blow it. I blow it in the studio. Quack, 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 quack. I had my real chance. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. Oh, yeah. hi -o. Quack, hey -oh. Rob, come hi -o. on. Let's go back in the studio. hi -o. You know, uh, Taylor Swift re-recorded all of her music. Why can't Rob and I record uh, this over again? <laughs> I don't see how uh, I'm not getting my second shot. We could own our own demos. Call me the American Nightmare. Call me the American Dream. Call me our soul connector. Call me anything you need. I blew it. 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 Quack, 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 quack. All right, fuck you. Turn this shit off. I'm aggravating me. Fuck you to me. I love Rob. He's the only artist who gave me a shot. You know what I mean? Like Rob said, come on. You want to be a rock star? Come in the studio with me. He had he had some dude there who from 10-inch nails. He was involved in... Ten inch nails, oh. not nine inch nails. <laughs> no, a guy from ten inch nails. I go, I've heard of nine inch nails. Who's ten inch nails? But the guy was intimidating. He looked like he was in nine inch nails. <laughs> this guy was in ten inch nails. <laughs> uh, is the show over yet? I want to go to bed. <laughs> My alarm woke me this morning. I was like, oh fuck. You know, I usually, I when we're off and we're not working, I'm up at four in the morning and I'm all peppy. But, but as soon as I know we have a show to do, I can't get out of my coma. <laughs> and I had that horrible dream again. Oh, my God. I don't understand this dream. It's recurring. It's been happening for the last 50 years. Oh, nah, maybe 40. 
It's the same fucking nightmare. I'm working at WLIR Radio on Long Island. I never have worked there. I wanted to work there. It was the coolest rock station when I was a kid. It was right in Hempstead, Long Island. Anyway, I'm working there. I can't get my records on. I go to pull the records, and the records aren't right. They like I pull a Neil Young record, and I don't recognize any of the songs. And there's talking on the records, and the and 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 the commercials and everything are all out of sorts. The equipment isn't working, and I'm on the air, and there's dead air, and I suck so bad, and I'm freaking out the whole time that I'm going to get fired. <sighs> what kind of dream is this? Supposed to be dreaming about fucking somebody. Ah, I wish I could program my brain to turn off. It's crazy. Anyway, I uh, so I'm on the radio and it's going horribly. And then all of a sudden, there's a curtain with a square cut out in it. And some black kid, because the radio station's in Hempstead, Long Island. It's mostly black kids. Black kid is staring at me through the curtain, uh, the square curtain. And I said to him, listen, I suck. I don't know what's going on because all the lights <laughs> went out and everything. I said, can't you help me? He couldn't help me. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then my wife came in and turn out, turn out the light. She can't help me. No one can help me. And it's a disaster. And I'm like, they're going to fire me. So when I, when I got back on the air, finally, I said to the audience, it's not my fault. There's a technical problem here. There's no lights. I'm trying to keep the show together. I, I basically blamed everybody else for how bad I <laughs> That was the dream. And I had it again last night. And I'm just like, I've had this dream five billion times. I'm on the air and everything goes wrong. And I wake up so mad at myself. And, you know, when I was on the radio being a radio music DJ early in my career, a lot of that shit would happen. A lot of times I didn't have the next record ready. I don't know how anybody did it. I was so stupid. I should have watched the other DJs how they did it. They probably pulled out their records in advance and had everything lined up. But I don't know. I was doing things my way. <laughs> Same in that studio with Rob Zombie. Guy says sing, and I'm I'm like, call me your American night. <laughs> He's looking at me like there's something wrong with me, like I <laughs> like I have autism. He's like, just sing. Uh, I go, Rob, I don't know what I'm doing. I was panicking, I was sweating. I probably left there. Everyone was laughing at me. The guy from Ten Inch Nails. I think it was Eleven Inch Nails. <laughs> eleven Inch Nails. Yeah, this guy, no, another way. guy. There was one guy from <laughs> There's one guy from 10 inch nails and there was another guy from 11 inch nails. <laughs> I don't know. Rob looked all cool with the with the with the Rob Zombie tattoos and the big long beard. He's like the coolest guy, Rob. I would like to look like him. So grow a so, beard. You could start. I know, but I'm like, you know, tall and lanky and I have bad posture. I'd look like a giant snail with a big long beard. <laughs> Rob's not Rob's short. cool. He's a tall guy. I don't know. Rob wears these big thick boots. He might be. I, I don't know how. I think he's like on stilts. I don't know how tall he is, but boy, <laughs> he looks good. He can sing. He does it all. I love Rob. Rob and I have the same birthday, January twelfth. So we always get in touch with each other on our birthdays. I saw him recently, and his wife is so beautiful, Sherry Moon Zombie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what a beauty. A beautiful couple. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm just about done. 
Uh, all done. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, uh, Sherry, you're on the air in California. Good morning. I've always wanted to talk to you. I've been a listener since about 2003. I'm a veteran, and I wanted you to talk to me about Vietnam. I'm having some trouble with PTSD. Did you serve in Vietnam? I did not serve in Vietnam. I served OIFOES. Where did you serve? OIFOES, Entering Freedom. LIFLEX. What is that? That's an airport. What do you, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> From Gush Katif, what's going? On? Yeah, yeah, where, where, where did you serve? <laughs> I was in, the, I was in the Navy from 2003 to 2011. I served ah. in the um, Afghanistan and Iraq. Okay. Yeah, because it, it sounded like you said, uh, uh, it sounded like you were calling from a foxhole. Maybe you were seeing some action <laughs> right now because you were like, I served, hi Howard, I, I served LMFR, oh, uh, I served at AEIOU and sometimes why. What? <laughs> well, Sherry, as a, a, you know, it's very painful. I mean, I'm sure when you talk about Afghanistan and the action you saw, uh, you know, I was a grunt. I was a private. Uh, you know, we were the guys out there doing it, if you know what I'm talking about. Very painful to talk about it. Yeah. Um, when I was in the is. jungle, I'll tell you, I'll share one story with you, and that's it. And I only share it with you because you're a fellow veteran. Okay. And this is one of my most painful stories. I've only shared it with uh, one person, a, uh, a woman named Captain Quivers. <laughs> but uh, I will tell you this. My team, and that's all I'll say about it. We were a select team of five individuals, all with specific skills. We were on a very dangerous mission and we got stranded in the jungle. I'll give you no more details than that because it's still classified to this day. We were so stranded we had nothing to eat. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's how bad it got in Vietnam. We lived on plants for a while, but a lot of us threw up from the plants because we didn't know that some of them were poisonous. Well... We had to do what we had to do to survive. We went into a village. Wow, I never had to get we, anything like that. Exactly. That's why I don't talk about this. Let's just say I had to eliminate an individual. I dragged the individual back into the jungle. And we had to eat human flesh. It was horrible. All what five of it, us. What did it taste like? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you exactly what it tasted like, and it's no joke. We lived for a month on anus soup. Do you understand? Oh, my goodness. An anus can go a long that, way when you put some Between water five in guys, it. yes. <laughs> anus flavored soup. <laughs> it was a horrible mission. I still have the testicle necklace I made from that individual, and I don't want to say any more about it. Because some people don't know what it is to be in war, and they don't understand. But you would, Sherry. You understand why I have a testicle necklace. It wasn't to disgrace this gentleman. Oh, yeah. It was to thank him for his anus that kept us alive in the jungle. Now, I'll ask you a question, Sherry. How many confirmed yeah. kills do you have? Um, I don't have any cool 
I have some confirmed kills. I have some, but I don't like to talk about it. That's the right answer. Me too. But I will I will mention the number 735. But I'm not That's saying what that's connected to. Yeah. Now, on this particular mission, our weapons have rotted in the jungle. But being a weapons expert and being trained in this highly... Well, let's just say my special technique of turning the corpse of a body into a workable rifle came in handy. We wasted no parts of this gentleman we had taken in. You say, how did we make anus soup? Well, I'll be very specific. We put leaves in his ass and boiled water in there. Oh, it wasn't even a pot you used. You used to cook it. Did you use any? You spread open. You spread open the anus. Sherry knows this probably because she was in Afghanistan, and and this is legendary. We spread open his anus. We put the leaves in, boiled the water in there, and had anus soup. It tastes like chicken and rice, honestly. How many? How many people were at this dinner? Tastes like five. It tastes like chicken if chicken was dipped in shit. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Well, anyway. I do want to tell you guys that um, I miss Ralph. I, I really miss having uh, Ralph I on miss, the phone. I and miss when you Ralph guys so... went through uh, the I remembrances miss... and everything, I know you miss Ralph so much. I miss so Ralph so much. This morning, I was talking to the guys. We have a little morning meeting, and we were exchanging Ralph stories. We, I'm telling you, Ralph was one of a kind, and uh, it I hurts. was in love with Ralph, but I never thought that I would be good enough for him. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't have been. Believe me, uh, no one was good enough. No for one him. was good enough. <laughs> I wanted to say something. Uh, I haven't. Re- I wouldn't. Uh, I never even tried. I was like, he'll put, he'll put Sherry, that pointer all over me. <laughs> yeah, well, Sherry, I would only tell you this because you're a fellow veteran. But and this, uh, I was going to keep quiet, but I'm going to tell you, we buried Ralph with my testicle necklace from Vietnam. Which is the highest honor I can get. Oh, you did. Did anyway, you know about that? You didn't hear the rest of my story in the jungle. Okay, go ahead. Well, there I was living on anus soup. And let me tell you, it's not fun, but I knew what I had to do. And then there, trapped in the jungle, it rained so much I couldn't get dry. My only solution was to skin this gentleman and create a makeshift raincoat for me and my fellow soldiers. Every oh part of his body how that we ate. How big is this guy? His skin covered. How, would you, how did you get it to fit? <laughs> he was Viet Cong, like King Kong. Anyway, <laughs> we used every part of his body, as you would know, Sherry. We... We used his foot as a hammer and cracked coconuts with it and were able to survive. And then, as you know, when we came home, people spit on us. A man who ate anus soup to defend their freedom, and yet 
No one appreciated us. Yes, Sherry, that's my story, and I stand by it. Is that why you, you always turn me down when I say, let's eat Vietnamese? Yes. You think of my jungle anus soup. <laughs> by the way, a lot of people ask me when I tell them this, and I've only told two people now, because there's a lot of shame. Do you know what the secret ing- ingredient is in anus soup? What? Anus? Anus. Anus. That's right, Sherry. You know. you're. A, you're <laughs> it's not secret. You call it anus soup. War is hell, Robin and Sherry. You two have served, but you guys didn't serve the way I did. You sat behind the desk. No, definitely not. Yeah. I remember one night. Uh, oh, I'm sure my time was very different from yours. <laughs> I had a piece of coconut caught in my teeth and we flossed with ass hair. Ugh. It's the only way you can get it out. Oh, that's what was that? <laughs> the gentleman we had uh, eaten his anus soup. <laughs> All right. Robin only serves stateside. She doesn't understand the sacrifice that uh, I made. In fact, no one does. In fact, <laughs> if I get questioned one more time, I'll... All right, Sherry, thank you for your service, even though it wasn't as traumatic as mine. Before I let you go, can I apply to be a whack packer? No, you're too normal. I'm too normal? Oh, I always thought I was really weird. No, you're, you're lovely. You're delightful. I thought that I fit the criteria pretty well. You're, you fought in Afghanistan. None of the whack has fought in. I ended up with like... I'm kind of like a mix of Angry Alice and Mary Ann. No, and... no, no. You're delightful. <laughs> oh, <thank> you so <laughs> <much>. <laughs> All right, Sherry. Thank you. All right. Let's... Lovely. Lovely woman. She's a <gasps> Wait a minute. Did Joey Boots, was Joey Boots uh, an official whack packer? And he served. He, he wasn't really a whack packer, but I, he okay. wanted to be one, so I was afraid not to let him in. <laughs> Some of those people are pretty scary. Now, this woman, uh, unless she shits in a diaper or has some sort of brain damage, I don't think she's getting in the whack pack. Oh, uh, man. Anyway, uh, yeah, Joey Boots served in Bosnia. If you, if you oh, guys remember. You forget Bosnia. I never forget Bosnia, Robin. <laughs> I served as a military advisor in Bosnia. Oh, really? It was one of the most difficult assignments of my career. You talk about confirmed kills. Wow. After serving in Vietnam, I was a killer. I was, uh, I was insanely good at it. My only marketable skill was taking human life. What I had learned in the jungle was no longer useful in regular society. But in Bosnia, I was given a chance, a second chance to use the skills I had so carefully developed. Do you know I have a Bosnian penis coffee stirrer? And I'll say I no more because that. No. That, is, that is classified. What do you but let's stir just, with it? Coffee. Made from real Bosnian enemy penis coffee stirs. I mean, whatever. 
I remember when I set foot in Bosnia, they were like, my fellow uh, soldiers were like, aren't you the guy who makes anus soup? <laughs> Get over here. We need you. Get over here. You're a very valuable <laughs> asset. <laughs> oh, yes. I hate to think about it. But let's just leave it at, I have a very particular set of skills. Killing and eating anus soup. Killing and cooking. <laughs> yeah. You know, Robin, a piece of me died in Bosnia. Oh, what piece? Actually, my scrotum. It got frostbite and fell off. <laughs> very cold. Very difficult terrain. You I could go on and on. You sacrificed for your country. I am... I'm so proud yeah, of you. I sure did. That's all I'll say about it. It's too painful to go on. What I saw, no man should ever see. No man. Now I'm here and I have to look at Fred. And I'm ready to go back to Bosnia. God bless the United States, God bless the U.S. military, and God bless my brothers who fought alongside me. Very few of us made it back. I was lucky. Do you ever experience that survivor's guilt? Never. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. Everyone says you should be, but I don't. <laughs> and I want to say, give a shout out to the 70, 72 Bosnian children I left behind. That what I, do you uh, mean? You had you fathered seventy yes. something children? Yes, I fucked seventy two women, and all of them got pregnant. Please, whatever you do, do not call me a hero. Call me a hero. <laughs> you are a hero. <laughs> That's right. But what uh, has any of your uh, have any of your children ever shown up? Going uh, never. Were you in Bosnia? Whatever year that was. Actually, one of them showed up. His name is J.D. <laughs> that why he's working here. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Steve in Pennsylvania. What can I do for you? Hey, Steve. Hey, Howard. I want to see if you could talk about the time you uh, flew through the village upside down in a helicopter. Yes, I've told that story before that in Vietnam I flew a helicopter upside down and saved my entire platoon. That was that was many years ago I talked about that. I don't talk about it anymore. It's too traumatic. Why did you fly oh, upside I was down? Like, Holy shit, we're upside down. Little did I know that one day I'd be in Bosnia having 72. I created an entire village of really ugly Bosnians. I'll tell you what, to this day, I always say, Bosnia was horrible, but WNBC radio was way worse. Worse, yes. Yeah. There's never a lot been of people that say, kind of torture. A lot of people listen to this show regularly go, how come JD speaks so funny? I go, because he's actually talking Bosnian. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Steve, thank you. I wondered why you, you know, you have these special feelings for JD. I don't know. Yeah, he's my son. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I, I fucked a Bosnian whore and JD popped out. <laughs> oh, 
like that, that guy had to bring up the worst experience. I'm flying this helicopter. We got confused. It was foggy. The helicopter turns upside down, but I'm, I'm flying upside down. It's never been done before. I beheaded an entire village of third graders with my uh, helicopter blades, but not on purpose. There, how is there a village of third graders? <laughs> well, you know, they were in the school, and my <laughs> helicopter blades came too close to the ground and beheaded all these children. I felt terrible. But look, it was war. It was hell. Yeah, entire third grade class. <laughs> Fortunately, I missed the teacher. How did you manage that? I don't know. It was foggy. I couldn't see. I landed successfully, though. I don't understand any of that. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> Somehow I made it through. God bless. Thank you. Lost, we lost a lot of good men that day. Yeah, mostly because of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I admit that. Uh, <laughs> sometimes mistakes are made in war. Right. Thank you. War is hell. Yeah, please don't call about my military service anymore. It gets me on a jag. Yeah, and then he can't get out of it. He'll talk about this forever. Yeah, because it's so great. <laughs> um, Where was I? Oh, well, geez, I, I got so much to get to. I should get right to it, shouldn't I? Oh, well, geez. yes. Yeah, I really should. Um. You've been following this uh, story about Vince McMahon, the head of the WWE? Yes. It's pretty wild. It's fucking Vince the, McMahon, man. such craziness. Uh, you know, like you look at Vince McMahon, you know, when he used to <clears throat> march around that ring being a wrestler. Yeah. You're like, how's the president of the company wrestling? You know, he's supposed to be yeah. running the business. But he was up to a lot of things. He could do a lot. Allegedly. Allegedly, you know, that's true. You know, it's sexual, weird. I could read this. This is great. I mean, not great, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, really interesting to read. It's great that it's exposed. You want to talk about it? I always, you know, I always thought like Vince McMahon was like the weirdest looking fucking dude on the planet because he's all jacked with like, again, I don't know if the man used steroids or what, but he's like, he's got like a tiny head because his body became so big and he's like walking around. And, and I was like, well. Maybe there's a law somewhere that Vince McMahon can't get a girl in a normal way. And they passed a law where Vince could do whatever he wants to a woman because how is he ever going to get anyone otherwise? Well, he had a wife. I don't know. Didn't she run for like wife. governor or senator yeah, of Connecticut? She ran for an office <laughs> of some sort. Jeez. Vince McMahon stepped down from the WWE amid sexual assault and trafficking accusations from a former employee, Janelle Grant. The lawsuit claims Vince forced his employee to have sex with WWE stars and executives and aggressively used sex toys on her. The lawsuit also claims Vince took a shit on the woman's head during a threesome, then left Gee. to shower. Well, wait, listen, listen to this. Because it's giving me ideas, Robin. Oh, stop. The lawsuit also claims Vince took a shit on the woman's head during a threesome and then left to shower. While she was told to keep going with another guy. Evidently, there's a lot of stuff with another dude involved. And I got a feeling somebody was very angry with women. Maybe his mommy. 
Because he's shitting. On, who shits on a woman's head? I mean, imagine that big galoot squatting I mean, down he, and shitting on your head. He had to really say, you know what I'm going to do? I know what I'll do right now. I'm going to shit on her head. I'm going to punish then, you by shitting on your uh, head. Yeah, and then, you know, poop one out. It, but it's not <laughs> sexy. It's not fun for... So the woman was just the rag doll in the middle of all this. Well, why not just get the woman out of there and let the two guys have fun with each other? Maybe that's what's going on. I don't know. Oh, Vince I, is, I by the way, he couldn't say that. Vince is denying everything from the lawsuit. Quote, early in the account in the encounter, McMahon immediately directed Ms. Grant to lay down on her back in a supplicating position while straddling over her. McMahon defecated on Ms. Grant's head. McMahon left to shower off, but he instructed Miss Grant to remain in place with excrement in her hair and to continue performing for his friend. Why did McMahon the friend did... want to go forward with the shitty-haired girl? It's really difficult to uh, bang a girl with shit in her hair. I mean, I've done it, but uh, very difficult, very difficult, <laughs> even for me. McMahon and physical therapists actively continued with the threesome and directed Miss Grant's sexual performance for around an hour and a half while she was left covered in feces. You got to be pretty angry with a woman. I got to tell you, having sex with a woman is so great. I don't know why you got to get started with defecation, guys jumping in. It's exciting enough. How did he get to know people who wanted to do these same things with him? That's always a... You'd think you'd never well, mentioned that you were up to this stuff. Well, he's he's the boss, I guess. And he, the man, I mean, he, I guess he says you're going to be fired unless you let me shit on your head. Well, fire me. <laughs> well, I said to Fred this morning, Fred, lay down and let me shit on your head. And he, he's all defiant. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the boss around here and nobody does and anything. Nobody will do anything you say. Right. The lawsuit released text messages, which are awfully damaging, told Vince. They're allegedly from Vince to his accuser that are extremely graphic in nature. This is great. News Nation's Ashley Banfield. Whatever news. What is News Nation? Is that one of those kooky? Another uh, outlet that's out there oh. now. We've got 24-hour news everywhere. News Nation's Ashley Banfield sounded like she was playing dirty Mad Libs while reading. <laughs> you have to hear this. It's like... I don't know where News Nation is, but I'm sure it's not on regular it's television. On cable. Yeah. It's yeah. Cable. So she could read what it says. But she's like, like, she's trying to be all professional and everything. So you got to hear her reading Vince McMahon's text. Every minute she goes blank, blank, blankety, blank, blank. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Just read it, honey. How is the that whole show, helpful? Well, the whole show, she's going. At the end of the show, I'm going to read these text messages. So clearly she wants you to stay tuned. And then when she gets to reading the text messages, she goes, these are so disgusting that I can't even, you know, I can't, I have to say blank because they're so disgusting. And, well, How it's like either read them. understand the text <laughs> message if she won't say any of the words? It's like she got, she goes, well, I'm going to show you my tits, but please don't look. So here we go. Uh, cover your ears, etc. I gotta like watch my wording here. In the future, it's gonna be so bad that you'll demand to be blanked twice a day, and not just. All right, so that's fucked, right? Fuck twice a day. I don't know. 
I'm guessing. Help me out here. You're a woman. I uh, I didn't necessarily come up with uh, the F word right right away. With name redacted in a three-way, why not let others see that beautiful voluptuous body and watch you shake uncontrollably when you blank? Then I'll find some friends and we'll tie you up so you're helpless. I'll direct them to have their way any way they want. Who can make you scream the loudest? Maybe I'll just line them up and have them blank in your mouth, your blank, all over your blanks and blank, all at the same Tits and ass. time. And it goes on from there. Another text message reads, you need your panties ripped off and the three big black blanks in all. They always get into that black thing. I know. What's wrong with white guys and that? I don't know. All white guys are always like, I know what I'm going to do. The ultimate disgrace. Three big black guys <laughs> are going to blankety blank your blank with my blankety blank. Well, blankety uh, blank if you. this is all true and you go to prison, maybe you'll get three big black guys. Then. You're right. Three of your blanks at the same time. Way up your blank and way up your blank as far as they'll go. But even farther. And the thickest blank goes down your throat and the text reads baby he's not the only one name redacted called me this afternoon begging to blank you and blank you with his nice and hard blank here's the difference you never hear like a black guy going i'm gonna get three white guys yeah to fuck you and with their big white cocks you never hear that nope yeah this is why I came to Satellite. I was tired of blankety blank blank. <laughs> JD claims he has the texts and he can actually read them. Ooh. The Vince McMahon text. Alleged Vince McMahon text. Then I can get, see if I guessed right. Uh, there's no blanks. You want to start reading them? Well, yeah. Let's hear what, right. what Vince had to say, allegedly. This first one. I love it. That's you, Janelle. You just can't get enough, can you? In the future, it's going to be so bad that you'll demand to be fucked twice a day and not just with name redacted in a three-way. Why not let others see the beautiful, voluptuous body and watch you shake uncontrollably when you come? They'll go out of their minds. Then I'll find more friends and we'll tie you up so you're helpless. I'll direct them to have their way any way they want. Who can make you scream uh, screen the loudest? There's a lot of typos in these text messages, by the Yeah, way. well, you know texting. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, he's but excited. Big, he's he's not excited reading. And, uh, he's got those big Vince McMahon thumbs, you know, that he's <laughs> crushing that phone as he writes. Uh, excuse me, just... hey Fred, stop beating off, okay, pal? Uh, it's a professional radio show. Yes, JD, keep. Reading. Maybe I'll just line them up and. Have then, have then squirt in your mouth, your pussy all over your tits and ass all at the same time. You'll be covered in cum and we'll make you eat it, eat it all. When are guys going to realize that girls don't get turned on by this stuff? This is like male porno fantasy. I don't think he fantasy. wants the tip. This is rape, it sounds like to me. Yeah. And yeah. he doesn't care what she feels. <laughs> uh, let me get, get what are you laughing one. at? I'm, just, I'm trying to find like last, he's laughing like because most... he says sent similar text to people. Uh, 
<laughs> Consensually. Read your yes. last picture. You need your panties ripped off and three big black dicks in all three holes at the same time. Way up your pussy. <laughs> Way up your pussy and way up your ass as far as they'll go, but even farther. And the thickest cock goes down your throat, so it makes you gag and convulse. As those big black cocks pound away, it feels like from the start you're being assaulted, but it's made you come nonstop. Just one continuous, (laughs) constant orgasm. And just before you pass out, those big black dicks squirt their loads of cum inside you. As you lay on your stomach, the cum is coming. <laughs> the cum, <laughs> the cum is coming out of all your holes. I'll turn. <laughs> what a what a what a charmer, regular Vincent Van Shakespeare. Uh, and I'll turn you over and jerk off, and jack off all over you. <laughs> nice. What a gentleman. Uh, can't forget the other side, right? Right. He's, oh, he's not going to have sex, or he's just going to jack off on her. Yeah, well, that's yeah. an angry dude, man. If that's all true, I mean, it, I mean, that's a what lot of anger. What did women ever do to him? Oh well, that now nah, you're playing psychiatrist, <laughs> mommy, mommy. <laughs> Here's another long one if you want it. <laughs> I love uh, hearing you read this stuff. <laughs> By the way, well, uh, let's d- remind the audience: JD is speaking in Bosnian. That's the thick accent here. <laughs> Yes, go ahead, Dad. son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is July twenty twenty first, twenty twenty. This is like in the middle of COVID going on. Um, <laughs> You're right. Not enough I problems. Just, exactly. <laughs> Poor woman. <laughs> I just passed my phone around to a bunch of guys on the tech crew. <laughs> they were screaming, "OMG, she's fucking beautiful! Look at that ass! I'd like to get that." I paused to count out loud how many guys there were. Twelve, and then I said, "Okay." There's 12 of you, and she would love to fuck each and every one of you at one time. The guys cheered. But she will only do it if she takes three at a, three at a time. That brought a huge reaction. She wants one deep in her ass, one way down her throat, and one in her pussy, and you can pound her and keep on pounding her till you pop your load. It's hard to scream. believe that the, the guy behind the WWE would be into this kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the beautiful dialogue they write and everything. I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> she, she may scream and try to say no, although it would be difficult to say anything with a cock down her throat. They laughed. I then said, listen, no matter what, just pound away till you squirt. Baby, these guys were having a blast with me. Some of them didn't believe me, so I said, you are the greatest fuck in the world, and no matter how much you get, you always wanted more. And then I said, she loves cum. Baby, these texts, as we call them. We're having the time of their lives listening to my truthful story. I then said, <laughs> I then said you would take a 10 minute break between each fucking, but then you would get back on your hands and knees with your ass in the air and say, okay, I'm ready. Who's next? LOL. Wow. He's got, he's got like a whole fucking fantasy world going on. Huh? He's well, all jacked this up. And it, this is a whole conversation you have with the tech team. <laughs> oh, I see. The tech team. Uh, <laughs> I drove them wild, baby. Or I should say, you drove them wild. Just imagine that this really happened, baby. How much cum you would have oming out of all your holes. <laughs> <laughs> like a JD. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, that's probably. All right, that's enough. Yeah, that's How come nice. these powerful guys can't have normal sex? Like, I remember reading like Harvey Weinstein was jerking off into plants, which, by the way, seems kind of tame compared to this stuff. But, yeah, he it, uh, uh, Vince laughs at him. <laughs> yeah, Vince, jerked like, really, guy's a, you jerked off at a plant. <laughs> yeah, I shit on people's heads. <laughs> by the way, uh, Vince, uh, I wonder when he texts. He must go on his big computer because he can't be writing that all with his thumbs. 
You know what I mean? That, that takes a long time. Yeah. But well, were these texts JD run on? She didn't say anything. That I don't know. Okay. I, I only have his accounts. I see. Um, uh, there's one where she says, "Hold on, let me turn this on." Oh, God damn it! Uh, there's one where she says, get, "He says exactly, baby. He's not the only one. Call someone. Call me this morning. Call me this afternoon, begging to eat you and fuck you with his nice and hard dick." Then she said, give me another week, baby, and I'll be ready. I'm feeling more like myself. It's not great, but it's getting better. Tell him soon. So uh, uh, I'm lost. Yeah. No, well, anyway, no. this all could have gone away. I, evidently, there was a $3 million settlement, but Vince only gave her a mil. And uh, according to what I'm reading here, let's see. Uh, if he had paid the $3 million, he agreed to give her, but Grant's filing says she only received one million in promise payments. Hmm. Well, it's also interesting that he had left the company and they brought him back in knowing that he had this problem. Well, you know. Everybody's wondering why they they put him back in the business. Can't think of a worse nightmare than laying down and having Vince. Like, uh, she deserves three million. I mean, having Vince's giant, mus <laughs> giant muscular ass lowering down on top of her head. And what kind of, hope he doesn't eat Metamucil because that'd be a big ass turd. But he's, there's also these accusations that there really were threesomes and mm -hmm. how, we don't know how many others she was forced yeah. to be with if, if it was by force. I don't understand this. We'll never understand it. Not not with JD reading it. <laughs> you know what? That's what the defense team should think yeah. about. Get JD to read the text. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm confused. He lost me. <laughs> the jury will never understand what <clears throat> went on. Ron, you're on the air in Massachusetts. Hey, Howard. I just wanted to say um you're you're my hero. Oh. Yes, you, must <laughs> you be were referring talking about to my that early. No one calls you a hero. Yeah, yeah. Well, very painful to talk about that stuff, uh, especially the anus soup. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you make taint chips? All right. What can I do for you, Ron? Enough with that. Okay, I'm calling about the JD uh, canoe trip. I haven't heard that yet. Oh yeah, yeah. I should. Oh. I should. As long as I got that young man here, I uh, might as well. Thank John you Blit. for reminding me. Yeah, John. All right, Ron. Thanks. Uh, John Blit took uh, JD on a canoe trip, and I meant to get to that before we went away. But uh, and they went whitewater rafting. It wasn't no. just a canoe trip. Well, it what it was be... is they they went down the Delaware River, which I have done many times in my life. I mean, no, not like my Vietnam stories. I'm talking for real. Because <laughs> sounds like I'm ready to wind up into <laughs> I ate anus soup on the Delaware River. But no, no, I actually when I was a teenager. I worked upstate right right uh, in Narrowsburg, New York, and they had a you could go down the Delaware River to Barryville. And, uh, you know, I was saying for J.D., who's a terrible swimmer, I saw the guy almost drown in a kiddie pool for fucking real. <laughs> he went down a slide and couldn't get out of the water uh, to go down the Delaware River. While it's not, you know, the rapids are very mild, but nevertheless, I mean, many times we got thrown from our boat. 
Yeah, I you saw get a guy. tossed around. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, it's crazy, too, because I saw a guy, as I mentioned, uh, when I did this, it was wild. I saw a guy get, th- I didn't see him get thrown, but he was on a rock. He was splayed out. They were trying to get help. The guy's whole head was cracked open mm. from hitting a rock in the uh, rapids. And I don't know what happened to the guy, but it was crazy. You didn't stop. Um, well, we, we, no, we only had the day to canoe, Rob, and I know. <laughs> it seemed like there were enough people around that I didn't know. We actually said to him, do you want us to, when we get to Barryville, do you want us to tell? And they said, no, we've already radioed or something. I don't know. They had some, they had it under control. I'm lying right now just to make me, make me look good. So, uh, anyway, we probably didn't stop. Uh, anyway. I was surprised that Blitz somehow had convinced J.D. to not only go down the Delaware River, but to uh, camp out for the night. Right, Blitz? It was a full experience. Full experience, yeah, 100%. We slept in the same tent. We, you know, hit the water. We cooked together. We had laughs. We cried. It was uh, it was an amazing, we cried? amazing day and night. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm looking crying. at the pictures here, too. At the ca- When you get the canoe... There's a picture of J.D. J.D. had much difficulty just putting on his life jacket. He wore a yeah. life jacket. Uh, the 19-year-old kid who worked there had to help him put it on like he's a little wow. kid. Wow. Yeah. Well, the be- J.D. drove. J.D.'s a great driver, but he has an incredible technique. He is so close to his steering wheel. It- it's unbelievable. Oh, right. that's, not, that's not that bad. That's not. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just... Yeah, like I'm a horrible driver. Like my face is right up against the glass. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. you know like what I mean? I, like I know. Son. Yeah, I know. I'm not a good. I'm not a good driver. JD all pressed up against that glass and the windy roads, like crazy cars zipping by. But JD got us there alive. So thank you. Nice, nice. I'm a good driver. Anyway, yeah. So Blit, let's be honest. He kind of mm-hmm. conned JD into this because he told him it was going to be a nice, easy, relaxing canoe trip. I thought it would be. Uh-huh. Yeah. I really did. Uh-huh. But the river was high that day. And it was rough water, of course, because it's, oh, it, I'm telling you, it's not an easy trip. No. When I saw it, I was like, uh-oh. This is yeah, well, not look. <laughs> I'm surprised you got him in that boat because uh, here's J- JD was not happy, right? At the, right from the start. Bottle to the right. Right. I am. Right. We got to do this for fucking four hours. Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. What? Oh, these rapids look pretty sick. Oh, fuck, man. God damn it. Uh, oh, fuck you. All right. Uh, Paddle. I'm trying. Paddle on the right. Uh, right, right. I am, I am, I am, I am. God damn it. Paddle, paddle. I am. Yeah, and you got to understand what you're listening to. The canoe took a lot of water. JD's shoes and socks got oh, totally my God. soaked. Ah. This is yeah. this is five minutes into the canoe trip. <laughs> we come, we, I'm dead serious. The water was into the damn thing uh, the whole time. The whole four hours, my shoes were soaked. He you wore brought, shoes like, and socks in the canoe. I well, suggested yeah, he did it. He said that it was going to be a nice, like, smooth ride. He brought his fucking speaker with his goddamn music playing. He had uh, uh, sandwiches and beers. Yeah, look at that shit. <laughs> now, this, this, Delaware River is no, you know, cakewalk. Well, I we didn't know si- that. We were I'm, sideways I'm le- sometimes. I'm leaving it up to him to fucking tell me the and truth JD, at some point. And when JD gets really mad, he starts grunting like a caveman. He's, he like regresses to early man. He's like the Hulk. He's like... <laughs> right side, right side, JD. Nice. I'm going right. Left, good stuff. <laughs> Yo, which way are you going, dude? I'm get- trying to get you to go right. I'm going right. So that's it. No more rapids for now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> 
What is so fucking funny? What did you like about those rapids? It got us all fucking wet. You'll have a better experience if you hold the paddle like this. Wait, I'm holding the fucking paddle like this. There you go. I'm trying to hold it, you know. I'm just giving you a tip. <laughs> Shut up. And now I got a fucking spider on me. The spider will kill you. Paddle, don't fucking your fucking shoes up here. That's fine. Dude, paddle to the right. And the fucking no. GoPro fell. Shitty. Paddle to the right. Okay. God. I'm tired of being in this thing. I want to fucking move. I want to change out of wet stuff. Yeah. And I want to be able to walk. <laughs> Fucking sitting in this goddamn cramp thing. We could pull over and stretch. I want to go. <laughs> what is this sign? Oh, please, for the love of God, please be it. Is this it? I think so. Don't hit this bolt. What are you doing? I don't, where do you want me to go? What you, what, where are you going? <laughs> I'm getting the, out of their way. I want to get over here. Let's where? Go. Here. Goddamn it, Blake. We're fucking missing it. We're not missing it. We made it. Oh, thank God. Fucking Christ. All How right, long so was now, it? Three and a half hours, I'm right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, long I enough. Remember. Yeah, I remember being out there all day. Some people would camp out like on the, like, dock there, not dock their boat, but just drag it up onto the shore oh. when they found a clearing and then pitch a tent. It was crazy. Well, yeah, well, we, we, we thought about just stopping somewhere to like eat or whatever, but yeah, and I would see people pulled over, but I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. I just wanted to go and go and go <laughs> until we got to the campsite and just go from there. And so funny I, I that not you want- hate it because I remember that being one of the happiest times of my life. Like, I loved going down the Delaware River, and I loved sort of the danger of it. You know, it was kind of cool that the boat would turn over and stuff. Until I saw that guy crack his head open. Did you wear a helmet, by the way? Uh, Did we wear helmets? I don't remember. No, I, no we didn't wear helmets. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, you had life jacket. I mean, we didn't even have life jacket. We didn't have anything. We just would go. Yeah, but you're a swimmer. They put per- people in the life vest who can't swim. Yeah. JD was all. JD looked like the 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 Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. If they put a helmet on him, <laughs> yeah, some bus would have picked him up. <laughs> yeah, you can, by the way, when you when you reach shore, you can use this to bang into your head into trees. <laughs> we almost did. We did get into rocks a couple times. Yeah, yeah, it was a rough rough day. But JD, you know, I plan on taking him to all the five Great Lakes. No, no, because he really yeah. took to the water incredibly. He just really, he was at one with his paddle. I was not one, one with, the with the paddle and you the water. Were. Yes, you were. No, it's not. So you oh, hated I, I was it. there. I mean, you didn't even enjoy the exercise or anything. <laughs> I mean, it, it felt good to do something uh, physically, but uh, it's not. No, I, I don't need to do that you were too in the nervous. water. You were too nervous. It's, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. I don't want to fall out. And Once around. John and JD finally made it to dry land, they headed to their campsite. <laughs> pitching the tent setting up camp actually went pretty smoothly but as soon as they sat down to relax jd almost choked on the water he was drinking you gotta i mean there's always a disaster looming with JD. <laughs> Listen to this. they're like he got through the, the canoe trip he got to yeah. the tent they pitched the tent so well, now he's gonna reward himself with a little drink of water <laughs> And, and he almost died. Positive is the what of the the battery. This is positive. Like, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you're right. Slow, drink slow, dude. I'm fine. What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
What happened? I'm fine. <laughs> you all right? <clears throat> Fuck. What happened, dude? <clears throat> I, I don't know. You just drank too fast. <clears throat> I guess so. What? I guess so. God damn it. Look, you just drank too, your water too fast. It's all good, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number one right fucking there. God damn it. Nothing. What, what did he say? <clears throat> drank too fast or something. I'm all discombobulated. You almost choked yourself to death. I guess so. I guess I waterboarded myself. You waterboarded yourself. <laughs> dude, dude, water's not your friend, man. I mean, no, you know, it's it's, I mean, you, you almost drowned drinking a cup of water. And, and you know what I love about Blit? When somebody's choking on food or water, the worst thing to do is to like to ask them to talk. When Blink goes right, he goes, "What's going on?" Oh, and Judy's I like, know. Ah, ah. He goes, "Tell me, are you okay?" Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he does a check so to see if JD needs any help. Maybe there's something but it's, also lost but it's in clear. his throat. It's clear JD needs some time to you know like to settle, to get his throat back. And he, what's going on? <laughs> oh, he won't Did you shut drink up. Too fast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play it off. And, then he, not he's, and he's lecturing you. He goes, dude, you got to drink slower. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. What's so funny dying. is you made it through three and a half hours of the rapids, right? And like you know, yeah. you survived that water only to be killed by a glass of water. <laughs> glass of water. They're <laughs> 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 like, what happened? Did he drown in the Delaware River and you dragged him out? No. No. He was fine. He just drank some water. <laughs> he choked to death. Went down the wrong tube. <laughs> Poor JD. Everything goes wrong. Just wants to be home. Dragging him out of his house. <laughs> yeah. Why do you continue to let Blit talk you into things? No, you know, I try. You know, I want to be uh, 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 a team. Well, first of all, I want to be a team player and stuff. But right. yeah, there is a part of me that wants to uh, uh, try things and, and get out of my comfort zone every now and then. And then, of course, when I'm out of that comfort zone, <laughs> I want to get back into the comfort zone immediately. Yeah, there's a, but there's a reason they call it a comfort zone. You're supposed to I stay know. in it. Yeah. There's a part of me that has a uh, uh, some, like I want to experience things or whatever to see. Listen, I'm JD's comfort zone. I am like a, wow. a security blanket for JD. A little bit, a little. Bit. Anyway, let me uh, just uh, uh, anyway. Apparently, drinking water is out of JD's comfort zone. So oh. it was it was pretty. What are you? Were you drinking out of a canteen or something? So it was a new way of drinking water. I, well, I think I was. I think I had either. Uh, I think I was like sick maybe before. So I like was. I still had like a bit of a cough. Um, and oh. yeah, I just, for, I, I either like the way the water <laughs> went down and positioned, uh, yeah. Were you drinking out know. of a I bottle just, or a canteen? Yeah, it was just something? a regular, yeah, it was just a regular water bottle. Um, okay. Yeah, anyway, I don't the know boys, what, the boys yeah, finally know. settled down and the festivities got started with a bottle of champagne, of course, and some weed gummies and, Oh my God! So they're, they're having a good drink, time. He can't drink water straight. <laughs> JD insisted that I bring a champagne saber because he's never seen a bottle of champagne sabered. No, you so brought I, that because you asked me. What to. is You're what like, is champagne? I'm, I'm naive. What is champagne saber? So it's a saber, it's a, giant, a saber, oh, saber. It's a, a sword, and you yeah. slice the bottle of champagne open using the sword. And JD was like, I've never seen this before. I want to experience it. So I went out wow. and got a saber for JD. 
Okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right, so the boys, the boys had champagne. What, what's the matter, JD? You don't like no, his explanation? Just let Blitz say, tell his tales or whatever the fuck. Just go on. These are not All tales. Right. well anyway the boys finally settled down and as i said they had champagne and weed gummies so you know things were going too smoothly so blit (laughs) then suggests to jd that they need to socialize with the people camping next to them oh no by the way way, i did not think that we i thought when we were going to go camping like we'd have our own spot i didn't realize we were going to have like next door neighbors like right next to us (laughs) And it sort of defeats the purpose of being out in the wilderness, right? Kind of, uh, yeah. yeah. It would have been yeah. too dangerous to travel with all of our stuff. That would have been a bad idea for the first time. J.D. reacted like he was being asked to jump off a cliff when uh, Blitz <laughs> suggested that they socialize with the people next to them. Here we go. You know, these people next to us are Hispanic. Should we go over and talk to those people or no? Why would we talk to anyone, Blit? This is about us. It's about fucking being around anyone else. I'm not going to talk to anyone. Yeah. All right, then. I didn't know okay. you had a problem with, like, different cultures. Oh, shut up. No. no. Honestly, what do you think is going on there? Probably a, a group of friends or family just getting together. It seems like a very very like organized event though right it's, so what good for them i'm wondering what they're cooking fucking cook a fucking lamb or pig or something fuck it you're turning it into a racial thing i'm just curious whoa 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 whoa, whoa. whoa okay. how did i make a racial no because i'm just wondering what they're doing uh, yeah who cares what they're doing i don't know either i don't know you want to ask no what would you like to do what's something you'd like to do Something I would like to do. Yeah, yeah. Sit at home. All right, so we'll film you sitting at home for a week. No. You're filming me doing anything. Wait, it's just that easy. I don't want to be filmed doing anything. You ever see that movie, The Truman Show? What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> stupid. Good question. Why did I agree to this. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just doing this bullshit for nothing. Uh,. <laughs> anyway, so JD's on the weed gummies and the champagne and he's yeah, bumming yeah. out. Hi, I don't know yeah. something. Jesus. He didn't want to go over and talk to his Hispanic neighbors and uh, <laughs> any neighbors. It's a good any T-shirt. Neighbors. I'm just doing this bullshit for nothing. I'm gonna get that <laughs> T-shirt for you. <laughs> By the end of the night, JD had consumed one weed gummy, half a bottle of rosé, half a bottle of champagne, half a bottle of red wine, and a glass of rye whiskey. He was feeling all of it. Gee, really, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had to do JD. something to forget the fucking rapids or whatever the hell we just did. Wow, JD was JD, J- JD was so high he was mesmerized by the sparks coming out of the campfire. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, fire's good. Drink is good. Whiskey is fucking great. <laughs> okay, any final words? Yeah. Whoa. What happened? Wow. What happened? Probably took a big drink. Take little drinks. I know. I know. Maybe it's a little bit more of a sip. I don't know. <laughs> oh, how's it going? It might be about 10. It's 10. Uh, yeah. Incoherent, <laughs> Jamie. More incoherent. We put one more log in. Uh, that's, that's. You can't even understand. Like, stand them I normally. Don't know but what he just <laughs> said. That yeah. one sentence. Was there even a word? <laughs> in there did you understand him is it like kind of annoying to be with a drunken jd no i love it it's more like music it kind of just really is very soothing and (laughs) calming you could put this to music it's up to you let's put one more log in and that's i mean it's the last log the fresh out logs i'm not saying i'm not gonna pass out during this fucking log but whatever (laughs) it's waiting to fucking it's almost like being by yourself (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) jd I, 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 I
That's over in the fucking, our fucking yeah. tent. Oh, wow. we're in the tent. Let's go back it up. All over right. here. There it is, big camping trip. <laughs> What's he talking about? Let's right? back it up. <laughs> Let's back well, it up. What? <laughs> I, think, I think pack it up. But, back uh, it up. Let's <laughs> back it up. Anyway, JD went to sleep in the tent. I have pictures of him sleeping in the tent. And you know, I used to do a lot of that sleeping in tents and stuff. Sometimes you wake up with spider bites on your eyes or your lips. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, look, there he is unconscious. But good, he was he was so drunk that he you know just passed. Out on the tenth floor, he doesn't even have a like. He a little... doesn't even have a sleeping bag. No, nothing. He's just there. Well, there was a sleeping <laughs> yeah, there bag. Was. He sweat through that yeah. sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, listen, I'm a sweater. I, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> he sweat through the sleeping. Oh god. Anyway, there you go. All right, there it is. The exclusive JD <laughs> camping with John Bled. Thank you, boys. Kimberly, Thank you're you. on the air in Pennsylvania. How are you? Oh, what a nightmare. <laughs> what can I do for you, Kimberly? Hmm. I guess no. Kimberly, I do want to say. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, can all right, me? honey. What, what, what was the delay there? I mean, what are you busy with? You want me to hear me? Acting like you, you're acting like you have a life, Kimberly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to uh, say I'm a normal person, so I, I didn't have time to wait for you. Um, so this might be kind of a Ronnie question, not a question for you. So, hey, by the way, are you sister. are you on your like ear pods or something? No, I just sound, it better. better? Kind of sound echoey. I bet you you're like talking on speakerphone or something. Is it better now? It's all right. <laughs> I can. Tell. I might not have a great connection. Yeah, I'm not on it now. I'm on just the phone part. Yeah, now it's improving. So I was right. Okay. All right. Anyway, what can sorry I do for that. you? You're, sorry, sorry. I know you hate that. Um, but I, like you said, I have a life, so I was hands-free. So anyway, my husband and I, um, have not, like, he's been to a strip club with his friends. So this could be a Ronnie question. I've never oh, yeah. As soon as you say club. your husband went to a strip club, uh, that's probably a Ronnie question, but I'll do my best. Go ahead. See what you can do. Maybe you can dial him in later. So we go to the strip club. We're on vacation and we've been talking about maybe like doing a threesome or something like that at some point in our lives, but I wasn't really into it. So I was just worried about being jealous and blah, blah, blah. So we go kind of unexpectedly with no plan. You know and how you shut that down? Thing. You just say you just say to your husband, oh, I'll have a threesome. What guy do you have in mind? And then, <laughs> and then that whole fantasy gets completely put away. Oh, I should, you should have told me. I should have called sooner. Um, yeah. So then um, we go to the strip club and there's, you know, like a bunch of kind of like cheesy, scary girls. And my only experience is like what you used to talk about when you would go to scores and things like that. And so these girls are talking to us. And then this one really hot one comes over and her name's Summer. And she's not like, you know, she looks a little more natural, a little more normal. So we end up doing a, um, like a, one of the, just like a private room with her, just like a, you know, the entry level, the $200 one. And yeah, I know that private pretty, room. <laughs> I've been to a few one. private rooms. We, we start, yeah. <laughs> So then we're in the cheap room and, you know, things are getting, you know, hot and everything. And she's like letting us touch her a little bit. But she's kind of sell us on going to going upstairs to a champagne room. 
So then, you know, he kind of implied like anything would go there and I was feeling pretty comfortable. So I'm thinking like, this is a perfect opportunity. Like he could go up there and then he could fuck her and then we'll never know her and we're on vacation and we'll go back home and this will be over. So then, um, we, you know, we get up, we ended up going back into the, the club part and we're talking about it for like a half hour. And then, um, she, like I get worn down a little bit and I'm like, all right, well, we'll I'll do that. So we go up to the room and the doors opened like there is no door. And then they have music. They bring you, you know, a bottle of champagne. And it's like, and I'm sure we paid like, we were such suckers. We paid like $1,400. I'm sure everybody else was paying like 300. So then um, we get up there and then like, it starts to get hot and heavy, but then you realize like you can't really touch her that much. So then, you know, my husband's like, you know, you know, he pulls out his, you know what? And um, so then we end up fucking in there twice with her, but she just watches. So then my so you, so, so you so he pulls out his cock and he starts fucking you in front of the stripper. Yeah. Huh. Oh, so okay. he paid fourteen hundred dollars to, to have sex with his wife. Yeah. Fourteen hundred. Fourteen. Totally excuse me. And plus the two hundred in the other room. So for sixteen hundred bucks, yeah. some girl just sat there yeah. watching these two maniacs fuck each exactly. other. Exactly. Uh, I I was totally. I wouldn't pay twenty five hundred to do that again. It was so awesome. It was the opposite. But, like, what does oh, she like, do the whole time you two maniacs are fucking? Is she like, just, like, just filing her nails? Like, tell, telling you about the children say, she left behind in Romania. Afterwards, <laughs> afterwards we, I said to her, I said, wow, that was great. And she goes, she, I said, that was amazing. That was great. She goes, well, you did all the work. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, did she even, like, touch your titties or anything during oh, it? Yeah, or she would have done anything. Like, she was, she was trying to get me naked. Like she was like, let's get these pants off, and I, you know, and then okay. So then we we exchange. She, you know, she wasn't nor she wasn't regularly at that place, and it wasn't her full time job. It was exactly you know how you said that, like when you would go to scores, and then you'd start a conversation with the girls, and they were so interesting. And then after the laugh dance, you were like, oh my god, this girl's a fucking moron. Right. You know how like then she starts talking, telling us like what she does for the year, and it was like she couldn't get the months in order. She's like, yeah, it couldn't be more boring. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Like I, I have no. I needed to get away from her. Um, but she was really interesting before we did the. the I dance. don't mean to uh, cut this short, but like, what do you need from me in terms or My Ronnie? Question is, is that nor- like if we went back to a strip club, was that what you do? <laughs> I don't know. First of all. Uh, my wife wouldn't be doing any of that shit if I brought her to a strip club. Uh, she's like, let's get out of here. What are we doing? Um, well, you know, I brought Beth to, uh, I brought Beth to a strip club a couple of times and I was like, hmm, you know, maybe something will go down. We were in that champagne room and everything. And Uh the girls were totally into Beth and they were like repulsed by me. (laughs) Before I knew it, I was like, I think one of these strippers is going to steal my girlfriend at the time. And, and I'm going to be the odd man out. I'm, I'm going to be, I was sitting uh, there like a shithead. Of, that was kind of happening a little bit. Cause I, like I was telling you like how she was trying to get my clothes and then we were doing the talk part. She kept saying, cause I'm not, I've never been with a woman or and not really that interested. She kept telling me that she was by and it just kind of happened. Sometimes you're just in this spontaneous situation. How old so are there you? Was by like the a, way. I, I, I don't want to get like, you're, I'm like, what? Too old. You'll you'll think I'm too old. I'm oh, like the, forty. The, I have no right to think anybody's too old. How old are you? <laughs> I'm younger than you. Um, I'm younger than Beth. 
um, 40s and um, brown curly hair, do a lot of yoga, um, not super tall. Oh, so you're hot. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't think I'm as hot as Beth is or, you know. Well, I'm not comparing is, you. I mean, but, but, but are you hot? Um, I mean, I think, you know, like my kids friends want to fuck me and all that stuff but oh, then you're hot that, but i know exactly what that's like, about yeah. i had a couple of friends i yeah. wanted to fuck their mother but <laughs> yeah. their moms wouldn't their moms wouldn't give me the time of day you know that whole <laughs> fantasy like you're gonna go over your friend's yeah. house and the mom's gonna fuck you it never happens right and oh, yeah like and what when you what mom would i mean it's, that's like i didn't want to fuck a teenager when i was a teenager how like, many kids do you have do that? two and their friends come over and want to fuck you they don't, they say things via text to my kids and then, you know, like they'll, there's like a rumor that goes around school that I hear about, you know, like and it do comes you, back to me, but like they laugh. I mean, we all laugh. We're not, you know. Do you, do you have not. a pool at your house? We do. And like, are you ever out there in a bikini and then the kids, like kids yep. have friends over and, and guard, they look you? In my garden. Yeah. Because I like to be tan. I don't wear a lot of sunscreen, so I like to be tan. So I wear you know, I do a lot of gardening and stuff like that. So your and son's friends come over that. and you're in a bikini gardening? <laughs> or sometimes I go running <clears throat> to the neighborhood and I get, I hear things about things that are said when I'm running. Why? <laughs> well, like, what do they say? Like the highway department guys and town guys and things like that. Um, they just, like you it. Know, things about my tits, yeah. About your tits? Yeah, just, you know, things that boys say. There they are. Yeah, I'm barely, they are, I'm barely you know, a boy. What are... do they say? <laughs> <laughs> Here come her tits, you know, or whatever it oh. is, or big tits or whatever. <laughs> I got to write that down so like I know what to say <laughs> next time I see a girl running. I'm not, like, hey, here come those both. tits. Yeah, yeah. yeah both yeah. boys are pretty simple. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so, so you're pretty hot. Fun. So the, the stripper liked you and... So yeah, the question again is, up, she said. so like if we went to a strip, okay, this was on vacation in another state. So if we go on vacation, like if we were to do that again, like I kind of feel like that scenario could never happen again because I wouldn't like all that girl wasn't like all the other girls there. She was like a more normal, like she didn't have any jewelry on, not heavy makeup. And she was like, it always goes athletic. down like that. They ignore your husband. They don't want to fuck anyone. They just, they got to make sure you go to the room. Right, and, uh, I, so, so, and I get that I was scammed, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the, 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 the MO is she's going to focus on you. She's not going to do anything. And, and okay, then, uh, but you, then can she, you go that far normally? Like, is that normal? That's not real normal. I mean, <laughs> when your husband whipped out his cock, they, that's when they usually drag you out. But, yeah, uh, that's when the guy shows up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah then, then all of a sudden you realize that you're not so alone. <laughs> okay, so this is how not normal that girl is. So she gave us, mm. she gave me her phone number. Oh, okay. She, gave so me she, her really... phone, she texted me. And, wow. um, like, you know, she, she said, like, you know, I'll let you know where I am another time because she's like a traveling one kind of thing. And then, I mean, that's what she said, let's let something like that. And then she, I said, that was great. Later in the night, I texted her and she said, I'm glad I got to make your fantasies come true. And then I, like, I was thinking about it for a couple of days, like, who can I ask if this is normal? And so I texted her and said, like, does it normally go down like that? And she goes, well, I don't normally do that. Like, yeah, they all say like that. I said, this isn't my fault. Yeah, that's what I figured. No. And then she said, but I got to tell you, I got in a lot of trouble that night because you're not allowed no, to do that didn't. there. She's that's fine. what she said. Ronnie, she Ronnie do, you need to, 
Ronnie, do you need to comment on this or can we just like, I, I don't think there's, what, what do you think about all this? It, it's, it's normal. What she, yeah. she oh, went cool. through was so totally. What happened again? It, it, it'll happen again and she'll, the girl will focus on you, uh, mainly because she wants to get you all turned on. So the husband keeps spending more money because he's getting right. all turned <laughs> on watching all this shit. And, yeah. and this, this she, is normal. This is yeah, no, she did. Nobody, she did nothing. She, 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 she did nothing. She got to the strip club. She's telling you she's never there. It's a whole story. <laughs> the, the, you know, you just got scammed. It's plain, right. plain yeah, yeah. I don't you know? think I, well, don't, I, I had a good I mean, I scammed whatever. I, I like what happened. So I don't I mean, I was aware that this, just from listening to you guys, I was aware this is total bullshit. But I didn't think it would go that far. Yeah, but it turned her on to fuck her husband in front of the stripper. Yeah, so, for, I, yeah, so the and they gave yeah, her two grand. They could have, yeah. they could have paid yeah. a woman like a hundred fifty bucks yeah. to sit there and watch him. You know, Dude, but, uh, she could have yeah, paid hundred fifty bucks and had a girl come to the house and do the same thing. Yeah, right. but then she knows where you live and uh, and then your name. So and you go to you so, go to a hotel or whatever. You know, it's, it's you don't have to know where she lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to make a you have to make a plan. You you just you know. The Ronnie like knows. He's more you just don't, you, yeah, you just yeah. don't walk. Listen, listen. When you you go there, you're going to get the same deal. You're going to any strip club you go to, you're going to go. Oh well, let's we'll start off here, see how it goes, and then you know you get all you spend fourteen hundred dollars on a ten dollar bottle <laughs> of champagne, and and you get all <laughs> you know worked up, and you're all worked up because you've never done it before, and now uh -huh. you, you're going to go upstairs to the room. And it's it's going to happen the same place any place you go. It's going to be the same. Okay. So if the we great do it thing again, about our I don't uh, think I need to do it again. The great thing about our show is we have an expert for every topic, and uh, Ronnie is Ronnie has a particularly set of a particular set of skills for this. Uh, by the way, on the phone is the stripper you were with, Kimberly. She wants to say hello. <laughs> Hi, honey. Hi. Oh my gosh, I love this lady. Hi. You guys should definitely come back, okay? We have a perfect deluxe package for you. Only $5,000. You can have sex while I file my taxes. Oh, my gosh. And for an extra you? Can I demo you tomorrow? Absolutely. For an extra hundred, I'll tell your husband he's doing a good job. How about that sound? <laughs> sounds oh good. All right, enough of that. Uh, Kimberly, it sounds like a very exciting story. And uh, I, I mean, she had a great time on a vacation. Obviously, yeah, that's what been... I feel like, Ronnie. I don't feel like I got ripped off. I mean, I feel like I feel like we totally overspent. We have the money. It's not like we didn't pay our rent because we, you know, we did that, and we had an well, awesome you... time. Yeah, well, you'll be smart. You'll be smarter the next time. Yeah, or, it's a lot or of dumb. Don't need to be smarter. Yeah, but my husband. You should have seen the smile on my husband's face. I was like. Like he couldn't believe it was happening. Well, there like, you go. And, yeah, that that was worth like. I mean, he and you were so all excited. Happy. You were naked in front of another woman, yeah. and that woman, and she was naked too, right? So that's kind of yeah. And I was like confident, go. and it felt it was really awesome. I mean, I I I don't I don't know looking at it like oh my god. I mean, she, I'm sure she's laughing away to the bank at us. There you go. All right, Kimberly. Uh, it sounds exciting and continue to, uh, turn the neighborhood on with your titties and, uh, <laughs> running around and gardening sure. in front of the, of the you kids. You should definitely okay. be sending us a picture of that too. You know? Yeah. We would like to no, see. I yeah. Ronnie's to, right. I Thank you, to. Ronnie. <laughs> My resident perv says send a picture quickly so we can yes. see you. <laughs> no, I'm not going mean, to send you guys pictures because I'm like an anonymous person. 
Uh, too bad. You, you sound real anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't need my my picture on the Howard Stern show. All right, okay. Kimberly. But no, we wouldn't publish it. It's only no, for our they private just use. See for you. only for yeah. your your staff to to you know, God, like your no. I don't need your staff. All I right, send I it to you, but that's it. <laughs> All right, real good. And uh, and oh, I uh, wanted to tell you one more thing. You were an early adopter of Taylor Swift. You you were like one of the first people. You liked her when she was like eighteen. I thought it was like inappropriate how much you liked her because she kind of looks like that. And you yeah, were no, I mean, on about her. That's why she should come Gary in and do the show. Exactly. Oh my god. I mean, I hate to sound like that guy that yells at Gary, but you know, Gary should pull that and say, "Listen, Absolutely. Howard's been a fan since you're a teenager. Get in here, yep. and you got to give her some advice." You know? I was early on the bandwagon with uh, Taylor. Early Smith. adopter, she, call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time for her to uh, time for her to uh, acknowledge that and pay up, pay back. Yeah, that's right. Well, none of us would have she... even heard of her. Like us normal people would never have heard of her if it wasn't real. Right. She All right, Kimberly. has a new album coming out, and everybody's already speculating on what it means. Oh, I got to play who something. Writing funny. about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I remember when uh, Sergeant Pepper. Thank you, Kimberly. Well, I remember when Sergeant Pepper's came out. People weren't that excited. <laughs> uh, but I was the original Swifty. You got to hear this. This is real quick because I got to get to a break. But uh, so Taylor Swift makes an announcement at the Grammys that she's got a new album coming out, and I was like, hmm, you know, okay, great. I, I mean, listen, these are kids freaking out. This is a, a montage of kids freaking out when they hear that. <laughs> Robin, you don't scream like that when you get a text from Vince McMahon. And uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> That's wow. amazing. Yeah, everybody assumed that she was going to announce that she was re-recording another one of her albums. So yeah. this completely caught them by surprise. Well, I mean, I mean, she is a musician. Is it that shocking she's doing an album? I mean... I don't know. Well, Call again, apparently there were Easter eggs planted to lead oh, people astray. Okay. And I'm like, where were those? <laughs> I didn't see any. We got to get in on that. <laughs> you know, my fans don't freak out like that. They just accept my shows and, and uh, it's very upsetting. The local newscasters were freaking out about Taylor's album. And, you know, it's funny. I was watching the Grammys. I went, I don't even know that's a good idea. Like, you're going up to accept an award, and she goes, I have news for you. I have a new album coming out. And I was like, hmm, like maybe that's not the place to announce it. Like, just, but man, she knows what she's doing. These kids were going Absolutely. nuts. Yeah. I saw two newscast, two national newscasters talking about it and saying, wow, she took us by surprise because everybody thought it was going to be something else. And my daughters are so excited. Let me try this out. Um, I have a huge announcement. I will be hosting a radio show tomorrow. <laughs> what do you think? Are the kids freaking? <laughs> 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 
Yes, I'll be doing a full what? show tomorrow. What? With, uh, and I will be talking to Paul Giamatti. Oh my God. And next week I'll be talking to Billy Joel. And John Cena. Yes, tomorrow I will do a radio show. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll be doing some comedy bits where I'll be incorporating the... Hello. Hello, everybody. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, like the newscasters were We going are ending the show with some breaking news. Taylor Swift just announced a brand new album. My personal opinion, the biggest news of the night, Taylor Swift announcing her 11th studio album. A new album set to come out. I tell you, that girl knows what she's doing. It's unbelievable. One of our staffers waited 40 minutes to pre-order the album. You got to hear this. So she, you know, no one buys albums anymore. They wait, you know, you hear it streaming. But her her fans want to buy the albums because, like you said, she plants Easter eggs and things in there. And so I, I was, t I don't know. Does Michelle want to come on? I don't know if she, she's been on before, right? Anyway, so she went on. She says, I got to get the album right away. She's got to have it as yeah. soon as it's possible because she needs to be one of the first. So she went on the website so. and there was so much business going down on the website. She had to wait 40 minutes online on the website. I mean, which wow. makes no sense. Because well, I don't even understand how there could be a line. Yeah, you think the Internet is uh, kind of snappy. Yeah. I think, uh, I guess Michelle, Michelle passed out from screaming. She's so excited. <laughs> you oh, there you know is. what How She's not, a, she's not, oh. uh, she doesn't want to really be on air. Oh, she doesn't? I thought she was yeah. one time. No? She, she, she has been in the past, but, uh. Not about this. Not today. <laughs> this is too, too much. <laughs> I don't blame her. All right. Good. All right. That's fine. I, I, but she, she was telling me 40 minutes. The pre-order. If I ever do interview Taylor Swift, I'm I'm bringing her in because I mean, well, she's... guess what? You know, the the yesterday was the first day of Super Bowl week, and you know all the players sort of show up, and the press shows up, and Travis Kelsey he got more uh, questions about Taylor Swift than he got about the game or what he's going to do when he's getting ready for the game. It was all Taylor Swift. I should play that game. Hamas attack or Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, yeah. You have to, when you hear the screaming, you got you to try to determine, is this Hamas attacking uh -huh. or, or in, at a concert or is it, you know, I, I you know, and I, I learned my lesson. I, uh, when I was watching the Grammys and that, you know, Annie Lennox, who I guess I, you know, I kind of dig, I mean, you know, I mean, I have nothing against her, but at the end of her song, she raises her fist and goes, artists for, artists for ceasefire. And I went, well, right. And I'm like, are yeah, you I fucking kidding that. me? Artists for ceasefire. How about artists for releasing the hostages that are being held by Hamas? After being raped and tortured. How about that? Where, where how are the artists? I'm one of those artists. How about, uh, ceasing all wars? How about Ukraine and Russia? A ceasefire over there. Why is it so focused on this one oh, I episode know why. of war? 
Starts with a J, ends with a W. <laughs> I won't, yeah, I'm it, not going to say so it. It's obvious. It's yeah. like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the one war that needs an immediate ceasefire. Yeah. Nobody else yeah. is ceasing anything. I mean, you know, what was it when uh, Yugoslavia broke up and all those people started? Nobody called for a ceasefire. Well, uh, I hate to tell Annie Lennox, but uh, she should go over there. And and speak with those people because uh, I'm sure they'll madly respect the fact that she's a singer and dances around without a big fucking garbage bag over her face, and uh, they'll they'll treat her to some really good times. You're all wait till like you see really easily duped into. Thinking. Wait till you see how they treat artists over there. There ain't no artists over there. They got rid of them. But you know what. So anyway, now I'm not digging uh, Sweet Dreams Are Made of These anymore. She ruined it for me. Well, you got to be like the people when, you know, basketball players or football players get uh, political. You get to just shut up and sing. Yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to get political anymore. I'm just going to. I, but I am starting a group. I'm, for, I'm artists for not raping babies. It's a, a new thing that I'm into. And then I raise my fist after my performance. Today, at the end of the show, I'll be doing that, Robin. Artists. Other wars not- are very just. Other wars are fart, fought uh, uh, with rules. So dumb. Mm. Nobody gets killed in other wars. No land is destroyed. No people are left homeless. Hey, Stephanie. You're on in Virginia. Hey. Hi. Uh, do you have any crap you want to get rid of i could play a game I'd well, i was joking there isn't really a hamas or taylor swift fan <laughs> a hamas victim or taylor <laughs> swift fan uh, that was just kind of a joke but you what you want some of my shit that i have i would love a hair award my son has curly hair it would be hmm. he would love it are you not, really not part with your hair award? This is going to sound really terrible and, and humiliating, but I think I'm, I don't think I'm ready yet to uh, uh, <laughs> to, to, to give away my hair awards, <laughs> even oh, though they're okay. so stupid. Because I don't get okay. a lot of awards in my career. I think I'm one of the. I think I'm a great entertainer and funny, but nobody else seems to recognize me, <laughs> except I for do. my hair. <laughs> you know, I hear rumors of people laughing in their cars, listening to me, and hysterical, and I entertained audiences for 40 50 years but somehow there's no award show for my category (laughs) i I get to sit here day after day and uh hear about how funny everybody else is i don't know i watch some of these comedy specials these guys aren't that funny no offense (laughs) my opinion you're the best howard yeah exactly where's my award you're the best I'm so fucking deprived of awards and 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 recognition that uh, I'm I'm afraid to let go of my hair award because well maybe you maybe better I, keep it then. I'll give you something else though, Jason. Get tell tell this one what kind of crap she just won for doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> By the way, just to see, you know, we not only do we have your hair awards, Howard, but they're displayed in the studio. We don't even have them. Are in they displayed? Oh. Yes, uh, in the oh. studio. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, oh. Stephanie, I can't give you those. Yeah. Those are uh, display okay. items. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll give you a game. I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is the number? Oh, eight. Uh, close. I'll give you one more chance. Oh, seven. That's it. You got it. All right. What did she win, Jason? 
Well, Howard, she wins. Do you know who Dennis Dunaway is? Dennis Dunaway is no. the former Alice no. Cooper bassist. And then he had his own band called the Dennis Dunaway Project. We have the entire promotional project. It includes the band CD entitled Bones from the Yard. Private <laughs> notes from, public notes from Dunaway. All materials are enclosed in a red folder with an image of the CD cover on it. It also includes... Let me ask you a question. Press. When did that come up? In other words, how many years have I been putting that in a air-conditioned storage facility that I pay for and that is an archival paper? How long have I been? I want everyone to laugh at me. Now you'll see who's funny. I'm well, a fucking idiot. This is up here. Um, yeah. It looks like it came out in 2006. So yeah, so uh, since 2006, yeah. I've been paying 18 years for, for the drummer from Alice Cooper who made a band or the bass wow. player. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with me? Well, Stephanie, you've won. What is the you guy's name? Uh, should I just close it? Dennis Dunaway. Dennis uh, Dunaway. You won. A, you won the Dennis Dunaway project, which is very rare. In fact, I think I'm the only one who has it. The whole promotional uh, I don't think package. Dennis Dunaway has it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it hey, have an autographed photo of Dennis, by the way. Yeah, I don't. Included. I think this is stupider than someone paying a stripper to watch me fuck my wife. I. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I deserve an award for being an idiot. <laughs> All right, Stephanie, uh, don't hang up because we we really want to get this to you and get it out of oh, my hands. Congratulations. Well, Hold on. Hey, thank 18 you. years. 18 years I'm paying to keep... You don't even fucking... know the guy. I never heard of Dennis Dunaway. <laughs> what an idiot I am. You, you know, and this is so true in life. This, If you're going to learn a lesson... Idiot. You got to manage your own business. My my mistake is I hire people and I go, do me a favor, just archive, you know, things that are meaningful for my career. And they're like, you know what? We don't know. Your career is nothing meaningful. So we'll just save everything. And then I ended up with a warehouse. I'm not, I went through my bills last night. I'm not going to tell you what I pay a year. It's still, this, the bills are still coming in. Oh my God. <laughs> you have no idea. What it costs to get an air-conditioned facility uh, with archival storage. And all this stuff is like computerized. It's got barcodes. And you look at this junk that I'm saving. A fucking a bass player from Alice Cooper put out a band and sent the promotional package. And somebody wrapped that up in archival paper and put it <laughs> in an air-conditioned facility that I... the You know, you see, people don't care how they spend my money. They only care about their own money. They're like, hey, he's you making a would, good living. You wouldn't give a yay or nay to any of this stuff. You told them to keep everything. I said no. I said, use your judgment. <laughs> if you get something va you know, that is valuable to my career. What what is valuable to my career from the bass player from fucking Alice Cooper? <laughs> I, I'm not in the Alice Cooper band. It's not even Alice Cooper. It's the fucking bass player. <laughs> I started I mean, working here. We... Yeah. No, I, was say, I started working here in 2001, and that was, if it had your name on it, it was archived. Period. End of story. Wow. So this guy wrote to Howard. That was it. It was, it was archived. Oh my God. And he wrote to Howard? My, my guess is, my, my guess is that's probably why it ended up in there. This is, uh, I, I didn't. You want to know something, Jason? What did I'm, they I'm... throw away? I really wish somebody would come in here and, and actually Nothing. tell us they threw something. I'm going to tell you something. This is why I'm a stupid ass. I My whole philosophy is, listen, I've got to concentrate on being creative. I'll let other people make these decisions. 
Hey, you got to make your own decisions. <laughs> you can't be lazy about it. If somebody had said to me, should we save this from the bass player from uh, Alice Cooper? I would have said, C come here. You're fired, number one, just for asking me that. And you don't know that that's <laughs> worthless. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I, I just heard something that's crazy. I, I just, and, I, <laughs> and this is what? not someone that's going to come on the air. But they say that uh, they say that when you say to throw something out, this is in the past. When you said to throw something out, they'll, they'll ignore you because yeah. they know you'll probably change your mind. A year or two later. So this is what uh, I mean. <laughs> Everybody's like uh, thinks. Listen, I listen. I don't have an unlimited budget. I, I don't. I, I'm a paycheck guy. Okay, I get a great paycheck. I understand that. But at the end of the day, I have to pay taxes. I, I you know, I am a salary guy. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not Bill Gates. I don't sleep while I make money. I got to go on. You know <laughs> what I mean? And, and 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 so everyone assumes I got this money. And and you should see the shit that people saved in my name, and it's true. I would say don't save it. And they said he didn't. I, I he think, doesn't mean. See it. if we have those. I think the keyboard player from Warren sent me his old socks. He said, uh, "Howard, here's my socks." I think they're in there if you look it up. Just put a keyboard. Keyboard. Oh my god, the bass player from Alice Cooper's band. Yeah, we should save that. That'll be valuable. Howard, God forbid one of these guys actually became something. Yeah. Well, Gary. We we were just talking about the amount of waste. And, and again, you were aware of this, but we there used to be a thing where if there was any article that mentioned you in any way, shape, I know. Form, Don't it rub it be, in, Gary. It had to be scanned, and, and, and people were surprised I know. to put up a note. We had an employee who just all right, all right. sat I, I don't want to hear scan. about it. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me of that detail. Well, I thought my career was going to be important. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know in the future they were going to have podcasts and that everyone has a radio show. There's, there's no such thing as a star on radio anymore. There isn't a person who doesn't have a microphone somewhere in their house. They're broadcasting. Yeah, you better be a star before you get yeah. to radio. Goddamn right. Everybody's on radio. By the way, I watched that Grammys. I got so angry at these skinny people. Christina Aguilera came out. She <gasps> is a I didn't even thin, recognize her. I said, she is, who she is, that is hot, woman? thin, gorgeous. And I went, I said, oh, I said to myself, because my wife's snoring through the whole thing. She's sleeping. <laughs> I go, oh, my God. I'm, I'm like literally talking out loud because I want Beth to wake up. I go, look at Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Again, I don't know if she's on Ozempic. Maybe she did it the old-fashioned way. But I remember seeing her on shows. She was, you know, she was a large lady. And she's always struggled, you know, since childbirth, I think, with her weight. Well, she looked like teenage genie in a bottle, Christina Aguilera. Well, that's what I'm saying. I saw this woman standing there on stage, and I said, who is that? And oh, I go I into think a tirade. It's Christina Aguilera, but I'm not sure. I was like, fuck you, Ozempic. I mean, I'm not the Ozempic police, but I got a lot of Ozempic suspects. And I get so pissed because they're not doing the work. And I'm, I'm like, you know, and I've gone up yes, 10 pounds. Yes, they are. Pounds. They're taking the shot. That's the work. I've gone up 10 pounds and I'm plotting. Like, I'm like saying to myself last night, I have to stop having a handful of peanuts after dinner. I'm going <laughs> crazy and I'm putting on weight. I'm sitting here struggling with peanuts. These pe Now, again, I don't know if Christine is on it. Maybe she did it the old-fashioned way. But in my mind, 
She's been away Oprah. a long time. She could have had a year to really whip herself into shape. Lizzo's looking thin. I, I, Lizzo was I half her that. size. I don't know if she's on it. I don't know if Oprah, I mean, Oprah, I do know is on it. Christina Aguilera, I don't know. But I just sit there and I get angry because it's not fair. I have to sit there and do the work to be thin. All right, Dr. Now. <laughs> yes, Dr. Now. That's right. That's who I am, Dr. Now. <laughs> Dr. How. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I get so angry because I'm like, you know, God, that was the one thing I had. I'm thin. Kelly Clarkson sits there now in these outfits on her show, oh, just oh. showing off. <laughs> oh, Oprah was like a model, a supermodel standing. And I'm like, you shouldn't be so happy. You didn't do the work. I'm so mad. It's like if they invented a cure for baldness. I'm, I have hair. I'm happy there are bald people. <laughs> I work on my weight. I'm happy there. When Christina Aguilera used to come out heavy, I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, hey, guess what? I have self-control. I have something you can't seem to do. Well, it's not only about self-control, Howard. They have discovered that there's oh, a condition in your body that fights the loss of weight in some My way. whole world has been completely uprooted. <laughs> it used to be really hard to have a microphone and talk in it for a living. People used to, you know, you had to work in an industry. You had to, to get, get um, somebody to let you. Yeah. So radio I had, they took that away from me. Hair <laughs> I have, now people sewing hair into their head. <laughs> I had the thin thing. Now everybody's thin. What's left for me? Where can I accept? You have beautiful feet. Oh, soon they'll fix those. <laughs> with a shot. And everyone will have beautiful feet. And then I'm going to hang it up. That's it. I mean, let me try to make you understand. Imagine every woman on the planet suddenly had G-cups like you have, Rob. I mean, how would you I, feel? I would feel sorry for them. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're gorgeous. Stop it. All right, look. What is that cup you drink out of? What is that? Is that one what of the... That Saturday? It's a thermos. It's a thermal oh, okay. cup. What? Saturday Night Live did the funniest bit. Oh, I, was that was funny. The giant cup bit? Yeah, yeah. Big, big, big giant cup. cup. Big, big, <laughs> giant, stupid cup. I thought that was really good. By the way, earlier when I was playing that game show with uh, the woman on the phone there, I... It's a pretty good game show. Like, like, cut out all the bullshit with these game shows. It's just like, okay, think I'm thinking of a number from one to ten. Guess the fucking number, and you'll win. That's it. Simple. I think when I look back on my life, uh, you know, I always want you. You know this about me. I always wanted to host a game show because that's what I. That's really what I set out to do in life. I, I just, I didn't have high ambition. I just wanted to be like the early game show host, like Gene. Um. What was Rayburn. that guy's name again? Gene Rayburn, yeah, and like Bill Cullen, and you know the dude with the watch. What was his name, Robin? The oh guy God, with, I just I'll saw be back. Chuck Woolery. Gold. Chuck Woolery, yeah, yeah. I'll be just back. Saw him and, selling gold the other day. <laughs> was he selling gold? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, nice. <laughs> uh, but then the guys gave me. I was. I never actually. I've kind of alluded to this, but Rob Mills, who is a great guy. 
He's an executive at ABC. Somebody interviewed him. I didn't know anybody even interviews Rob Mills. Who knows Rob Mills? But he was. Who, what magazine is this from? Or publication? Deadline. Deadline. I never heard of that, but it seems uh, legit. And um, listen to this article. ABC executive. Quote, Howard was the one that got away. Remember, I've always told you that I've been offered like every game show under the sun. And I'm, I'm and even you, Robin, probably thought I was bullshitting, but I, you know, no, it really was I true. I think that I know you well, take I lots thought, of meetings. <laughs> I thought that I thought you thought that I was, you know, just saying that. But it was really true. There was a point where. I'm pretty sure I could have hosted any game show that you've seen on television, with the exception of Wheel and Fortune and, you know, the established ones in Jeopardy. Yeah, the ones that are already yeah. there. Yeah. ABC's executive vice president of unscripted and alternative entertainment at Walt Disney Television. Wow. His business card must be the size of a, a building. Yeah, that's a long oh. title. <laughs> uh Rob Mills gave an interview to Deadline. Oh, here you go. When Mills was asked about, quote, the show that got away, he said he always wanted me to host a game show for them. Quote, we had some meetings, and this was after America's Got Talent. Howard Stern had, as always said, he wanted to do a game show. We talked a little bit about that. And then I think ultimately he had a huge success with AGT and I think wanted to go out on top. And he's now doing incredibly well with the interviewing and everything. But I thought he would have been a phenomenal game show host. An end quote. And it is true. Like, I think that would be a very. I don't think it would be cool for me to talk about that because they were private meetings. And then mm -hmm. those game shows ended up on TV with other hosts. So it wouldn't be my place to kind of piss on them or ruin their parade. But it is right, a pretty good story. I think they weren't the first choice. And you know, yeah, yeah. they thought they were. Yeah, I do have some morality. And uh, anyway, I was surprised Rob brought that up. But and I think about it a lot sometimes, I guess I do think back and I go, geez, I, I could have had this game show and it would have been fun. Some of the game shows were more work than others. Some of the game shows really relied on me being very funny. And it seemed like a lot of work. I'm not opposed to being funny, but I just wanted a game show where you go, hey, everybody, you know, and maybe drop in a couple of ad libs every here and there. Like like what Steve Harvey does. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like what Steve Harvey does on Family Feud. On the feud. Yeah. You know, when I feel like it. Some of them were like more host driven than others. Hi everybody. Welcome to the feud. <laughs> Yay, cousins. Hi, this is your pal Howard Stern. And uh, we're going to get right to it. Let me introduce you to the Quivers family. <laughs> it's weird. No members are here. Oh, That's Robin right, killed it's them only all. Me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you were up on manslaughter charges. <laughs> I was looking for something more like what Howie uh, Mandel had with that suitcase show. The suitcases were perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was perfect. Like, it was like that seems like an easy day. You know, well, uh, tell me, do you want the suitcase or not? Uh, yeah, sure. Howie. No, no, I'm Howard. <laughs> I'm not Howie. When I was doing America's Got Talent, people started calling me Howie. I was like, no, 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 no. Please. 
I'm 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 a grown ass man. I'm Howard. <laughs> I used to be Howie when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. Welcome back to the feud. Hey, Robin, you be the uh, panelist. Uh, welcome back to the feud. What's your name? Robin. Oh, very good. And what do you do? Hi, Howard. I'm Robin. I'll do oh. it like they do. Yeah. Well, you're very lovely. Okay. We surveyed 100 people. Things Vince McMahon wants to put on your head. Oh, uh, can I say duty? Duty. Let's see. <laughs> duty. Number one answer. Duty. Good for you, Robin. All right, so you, uh, you want to pass or do you no, want to play? We'll play. <laughs> Robin, I notice you have beautiful breasts. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we edit that out, please, in post? I'm trying to just be a game show host. This, I, I got confused. Right. I thought it was the radio show. Howard from uh, the radio. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm glad you said play because it turns out duty is the number one, two, three, four, and five <laughs> answers, it turns out. Duty is the only answer that Vince McMahon wants to put on your head. All right, Robin, congratulations. You've won. <laughs> I would have been good, I think. Although I think, you know, for mainstream America, when they see me, they're disturbed by me. A lot of what? women and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe... I, Rob is right, though. I was, you know, AGT. I had a very successful run. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to go on the game show and be, you know, I like the game, but the fucking looking at Stern is disgusting. And I, I can't stand. They looked it. at you on AGT, Howard. The yeah, but they had other people you. to look at. They, they, you know, they had Nick Cannon and Howie and <laughs> Heidi, Melvin. They had them all. <laughs> Melvin. <laughs> yeah, Melvin B of the Spice Girls. Oh, Melvin. I'm assuming. Well, Mel, Mel is short for Melvin. Melanie. Oh, Melanie. Melanie. I didn't know that. Oh, no wonder she didn't like me. I called her Melvin. I go, Melvin B. What's up? How are you, honey? Going back out on tour or you can't get that uh, posh to get busy? Yeah, they, posh always ruined the big reunion. Yeah. She wouldn't go do it. Yeah. <laughs> always won. Yeah. But it is true, as as Rob Mills points out in this excellent article in Deadline, blowing the lid off of my secret meetings with ABC. I had a couple of meetings with the other networks, too. And it turns out networks have the rights to every game show out there. Is They're that right? They already yeah. own them. They would sit me down and go, we, we just bought this catalog of games. Is there anyone you want to host? <laughs> I went, really? Uh, well, uh. What about this? This has always been... Are we on that? You want to host it? I go, and you're going to pay me to do this? And they go, yeah. Oh, wow. It's pretty fucking tempting. I go, what's the work schedule? Oh, no problem. In one week, we can knock out the entire season. I was like, a whole week? <laughs> sounds like a lot of work. Can you get it down to three days? Sure, we can get it down to three days. You know, maybe I was foolish to turn it down, but I, I ultimately think I did the right thing. I need to concentrate on my radio show and make sure it's top. Well, now. you're already always complaining about you have no time for painting. You have no time. With yeah. Beth. I know I have uh, no time. Too busy. I'm running out of time. I see the sand going through the hourglass. <laughs> busy hosting a game show, too. 
Beth was like dead set against it. She goes, come on, you, you complained the whole time during AGT. Now you're going to go do a game show? I go, yeah, you're right. Hey, but I, what if we, I host like a version of Jeopardy for idiots? Like an easy. <laughs> It'd be huge. But uh, I like that Rob says I'm the one that got away. I like being the one that got away. There's there some, you go. There's something I like about that. Hmm. Rob, nice guy, too. He's the guy who sends me advanced copies of The Bachelor. Which, what's today? Tuesday? Oh, I guess it aired last night. Yeah. You've already seen it. I've already seen it. It's an excellent, excellent episode. <laughs> I told you I got ticked off. The Bachelor was surfing on his date, and he's great at it. You know, he's like, he's teaching his he's date. He's not falling surf. over. He's he's yeah. like, he looks good. Yeah, he looks real good. And I'm like, yeah, he looks good. <laughs> Because he doesn't have a job. <laughs> I could serve too if I didn't have to work all day preparing this show. You didn't have time to go to the beach. No, no. There's no beach <laughs> where I grew up. <laughs> Surfing. You know, this guy spend, spends a lot of time with nonsense. <laughs> mm. Surf. Bachelor! Bachelor! Yeah. Bachelor. Busy with Bachelor. Bachelor! Bachelor! Bachelor's the best screw you if you disagree! I am so in love with you. Bachelor Nation is where I want to be! I want to spend my life with you. I love to watch girls in the fantasy suite! Will you marry me? Oh Absolutely. Bachelor! Bachelor! Romance is in the air, it's the show for me! Alright. Bachelor Stingers. Nice. Yeah, um, but that's the game show thing. That's the game show thing. Well, there are a lot of game shows on now. It's almost all game yeah. shows. Yeah, well, I, I did have my pick of the litter, I have to say. It was kind of exciting, but, and it hurt to, you know, pass on my boyhood dream. Like, if you had told young Howard Stern that, yes, in fact, the network would sit down with him and offer him these incredible, you know, game shows that I grew up watching. I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> By the way, I was thinking about when I went to the bathroom break, I was like, I was thinking about that woman who went to the strip club and I asked her if she was hot. And she said she like, she's so hot when she gardens in her bikini, all of her son's friends come to look at her. And I'm like, she's hot, you know. I'm thinking about some of the ladies that were my mom's friends when I was growing up. And I'm like, Jesus, thank God they didn't garden in their bikinis. <laughs> there might be, there might have been one I wanted to see in a bikini, but those ladies were rather zoftig. And nobody it wanted was a to... different time, Howard. Imagine my mom thinking that we'd have decided to age differently than our parents age. Yeah, I guess so. That's my mom. Yeah, your friends are coming over. I hope they don't mind. I'll be in my. Fong, gone. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, listen, you can't do that. My massive tits will be out on display for all your friends. <laughs> I'm glad I had a mom nobody wanted to fuck. You know what I mean? My mom's a nice looking woman. Off, I'm sure. It did. It did. I could have the kids over from the neighborhood and nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody was staring at my mom. I knew a guy. He was an acquaintance of mine. He had a hot mom. 
I met her at a bar mitzvah. This kid was there and he's like, my mom's high. No, no, I know what it was. I was at a bar mitzvah and this kid who I barely knew walked up to me. He goes, look at that girl. I go, well, you know, it's hot. And I'm like 13, you know. And he goes, look how hot she, what would you do to her? And all these guys, I said, I'd fuck her so hard. I mean, well, hard with what? Yeah. My hairless, my hairless one inch penis. <laughs> I go, yeah, man, I'd fuck her. So, oh my God, she's so hot. She's so fucking hot. He goes, that's my mom. Asshole. Oh, yeah, I got set up big time. You could tell this kid was a douche because he's going around like, tricking guys into talking about yeah, his mom and then calling about us. his mom douche yeah he was a douche douche yeah my mom hated all my friends she really she hated every like, she was jealous of everything i think because she was always like oh you have friends there's there i wish you wouldn't hang around with that one he's a bad influence his parents are terrible parents I was like, well, I kind of like them. What's that got to do with you? <laughs> I don't know. Friend. My mom was always, oh, my, oh, my God. All I wanted when I was a kid was this great Garlu, this toy that was on TV. I saw it on TV. It was a fucking robot that you could control. And I begged for a whole year of my parents, please. I had no money. I was like, can you get me great Garlu for my birthday? Oh, look at the Garlu. What are you going to do with that? Mom, it's a robot. And on the commercial, the robot was like moving and, and like grabbing stuff with its hands. I wanted it so bad. And I remember they got it for me for my birthday. My father brought it home. And I'm opening the box and already my mother's complaining. She's like, uh, Gallo, what are you going to do with that Gallo? <laughs> he wanted his Gallo and I'm slipping it on the subway for him. Galu. And I was so, like, I, I felt the the enthusiasm draining out of me as I was opening the box because my parents were bad-mouthing Garlu that I had waited a year for. Of my own fucking robot that could, like, crush villages. You, you should see the commercial. Hasbro put on a commercial where you know, Garlu was rising out of the dune. And I was like, I can't wait to play with this thing. I opened up the box and I realized... Garlou is controlled by this giant thing that's connected to a wire. You have to stand at least like, like it's the, the wire is only like 12 inches long. So you got to stand right next to Garlou. You might as well just push him and stuff. Yeah. Garlou's not going yeah. anywhere. <laughs> and Garlou is just, I, and all of a sudden Garlou can move his hands together and then open them up. So like Garlou could pick stuff up and yeah. I had Garlou pick up like a cup and, and like move across the, and like five minutes in, I realized, oh, my God, my fucking parents are right. Garlou blows. He's like, a <laughs> I'm, what am I going to do with this thing? And they're like, look at the, Oh, you picked up a cup with Garlou. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> I, I wouldn't admit it. Like, I was just like, this is the you greatest thing, Garlou. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and every day I'd be playing just because I didn't want them to be right. It's like, shit, Garlou blows. Like. You have to stand right next to him. You might as well. What good is him? Be, it, there was no such thing as remote control. You had to stand there. He was connected with yeah. a wire. And all he could do is move yeah. his arms together. He couldn't do anything like on the commercial. I didn't have him coming out of sand dunes. Garlou blew. 
But just think, a whole a company got together, sat around a table and say, how do we get kids to buy this thing? Yeah. Let's make it look like this thing is the greatest thing that has ever happened to a child. Five minutes and in. And five minutes uh, is all they'll ever spend on. Five minutes <laughs> in, I realized I had been totally taken. Like a, like a, like a, like by a stripper in the champagne room. I had been sucked in by Hasbro. I think it was Hasbro. I don't even know. But, I don't uh, but, oh, and I just was like, I better go down and play with this thing. So I don't see you playing with Garlo. <laughs> I, I came to hate the name Garlo. Like the way they said it, it was like, he's great, Garlo. Uh, Meanwhile, he was not so great, Garlo. <laughs> Oh my God. And, and, and it was, it was like, Garlou sucked. My friend sucked. And, and ultimately they were right, but I didn't want them to be, you know, everything they pointed about my friends, they, you know, it's pretty bad. Well, what was it about your friends? Yeah. You know, they weren't academic. They, you know, and my mother figured, well, you're dopey because your friends are dopey. Like maybe if you hung around <laughs> with a better class of people, you wouldn't be such a great disappointment. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they they blamed it on my friends, my my lack of intelligentsia. <laughs> uh, Mary Ann from Brooklyn, what can I do for you? Al, if you do a game show, you know who's going to sit in the audience every night. Yeah. It'll be nameless, it'll be me. But I was thinking, Howard, I could really see you hosting a game show because it's not edited like no. AGT would cut some of your stuff. It's a simple script. Yeah, and I'm not doing it. With the, but, but I know, but maybe after the contract, you never know. How would nah, you see the game? I don't want to spend now. I don't want to spend 10 more minutes. Yeah. Like more than I like. I'll do this, whatever this is, because I'm used to doing it. But I do this under protest. <laughs> but sometimes see me. the game show they, is like a one day deal where you could tape everything in a day. Oh, they had a schedule for me. I was like, you know, it's so great when you don't want to do something. Because they, you know, they're like, they're trying to convince you. They go, we're telling you, you could do an entire year in three days. I go, wait a second. How is that even humanly possible? You're telling me? I said, for, like, what could the quality of this game show be if I'm taping an entire year in three right. days? Right. Are you really on it? I mean, because yeah. how many, how can you be in yeah. all the shows in a day? And by the way, they moved AGT, Howard, from California to Radio City just for you. And you did three years in the city. No, they did more than that. They used to travel to city to city. And I I got them to stop doing it. I go, I'm not going city to city. Let them come to me. I live in New York. Let the contestants come here. And they went, okay. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Millions of contestants, Howard. Imagine came to see you. I mean, that's incredible. So a game show you would be able to do quickly. But... I mean, you're still on the radio. You realize, like as you, get, you realize as you get older, it's like you, you got limited time and, yeah, you know, you your, time, your time is valuable. So, I don't know. It, it, it would have been fun, but my wife wasn't having any of it. She was like, you barely have time for anything. Let's let's be reasonable. And I don't need you walking around here miserable. Because she hears me when I wake up for this show every morning. I'm like, oh, oh, God, I still feel COVID. It's like seven months uh, later. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Grr, that poor woman. Oh. Grr, grr, grr. 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 
Paul Mark Howard, and you're the best, and everybody knows Thank that. Thank you, Maria. It's- and she knows, and, and my wife knows, too. Like, I get excited. To, like, I, I'd love to come on the air and tell you, guess what? I'm the new host of a brand-new game show on ABC. And after that, it's all downhill because you actually That's have right. To go That's do all it. you want to be able to do is say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say it. <laughs> I never want the show to actually come out and have to go do it. But what's the guy's name? He's absolutely right that he, that you're the one that got away because they waited for you to yeah. show them. They didn't come and find you as a young Rob man. Mills. Yeah. A young, hungry man who would have done Not- anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I did do everything. <laughs> uh, by the way, I have to correct myself. Great Carlou is made by Marx, not Hasbro. Oh, there uh, is Marx still in existence. I don't know. I don't know if Hasbro's <laughs> still in existence. I don't know. Marx is in- <laughs> who knows what this was. All I know um, is that Marx got together in a room to convince you to, buy this, to beg your parents for this robot. Oh, I got that fucking robot. What a waste of a gift. <laughs> Sat there for years. My mother go, I'm throwing out Carlo. I go, Mom, I still play with it. I didn't play with it. <laughs> play with it. There's nothing to play. You're sitting there working a control right next. Like, it'd be cool if you could, like, sit across the room and move Garlo. Yeah. Garlou is attached, like, no bigger than your foot, so he's right next to you, and he can't, he's, he's grabbing You can carry Garlou. Yeah. I'll just make him walk himself. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. <laughs> well, anyway, um, hey, I got to, I want to say something about Mr. Andy Cohen from yeah, the. Mr. Andy Cohen? Mr. Andy Cohen from the Cohen Channel. Uh, Andy Cohn channel. Uh, Andy's a good sport, a good guy. That's, I'm just going to say it. He, um, we do a thing. I don't know if you remember it. We created a new series called Five and Five. It was a very simple premise. We gave a whack packer the opportunity to interview their favorite celebrity with five questions in five minutes. They get five minutes with a celebrity. We did it. The first series was Mark the Bagger interviewing his crush, his, the love of his life, Nikki Glazer. Yes. For those of you who don't remember it, it was there. Do you have a shaved pussy or non-shaved pussy? Um, okay. Uh, I, it depends on the day. Right now, I think it's, I think it's shaved. I just want to be honest with you. You know, like that's, you took a chance in asking a very bold question. And most, I think people would say, I'm not answering that, but I, it's shaved right now. Uh, cause I thought I, I was going to get some the other day. Cool. Cool. Not from you, Mark. Is that so yeah. cool? <laughs> By the way, Nikki has since stopped returning our calls. You can't even get a hold of her. So uh, there you go. Are you serious? I'm joking. No, I'm I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that does happen to us sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not out of the question. <laughs> well, celebrities agree to do this because we promise it will only take five minutes. And we do hold. Uh, you know, there's never been a celebrity so far. That said, gee, let's go a few more minutes because it's so fascinating. <laughs> like literally, I think during this, Andy Cohn said, hey, there's only one minute left. That's how much he hated doing <laughs> he's this. But he's a good sport. <laughs> yeah. So Medicated Pete, Medicated Pete interviewed Andy Cohn. Oh, I didn't know Medicated Pete liked Andy Cohn. He, he Medicated Pete got his name because, um, um, well, I'm just giving you some background. He takes a lot of medications for his Tourette's. For his anxiety 
And uh, if you remember, Medicated Pete is also obsessed with the fact that he has a huge penis. Yeah. And uh, this summer he was in a tent on a nude beach and some shit went down with some dudes. So who knows what's going on in Medicated <laughs> Pete's mind. But uh, we asked. So we asked Pete, why was he excited to interview Andy Cohn? This is before the interview. And here's what he had to say. So, Pete, you reached out to me and you said you wanted to interview Andy Cohen. Why is that? Um, he was just a real, real, um, a real like out, outgoing guy, real like, and he knows a lot about penis. So, um, I figured since I have a nice penis, I figured I'd, I'd get it, get an expert opinion. So now you say he knows a lot about penis. What makes you think that? I don't know. I, I, um, I think, um, um, uh, being that he, that he dates men, I think maybe, maybe he have a, a good enough opinion on, on, um, on uh, on it, so you know, so I I called on him. <laughs> I like when Pete goes, you know, he's an expert on penis. So I figured, uh, and they go, well, you know, Sal says, why do you, what do you mean? How do you, why do you assume he's an expert on penis? I don't know. He goes, he goes his first answer is, I don't know. <laughs> but Pete is penis obsessed. I mean, Pete Pete does have a big cock, and the, and this summer maybe the funniest bit of the summer was. Pete going into nude beach and Pete all of a sudden getting into a tent with two guys. And even though he's not gay, he wanted them to see his penis. And the next thing you know, they were touching his penis. And then we sort of dragged out of him that they had a, their finger up his ass or something. I mean, it was crazy. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so here we go. With that, Pete and Andy started the interview. I'll play the theme song to the show. for five and five with medicated pete and andy cohn and uh here's how medicated pete opened up the show here we go it's time for five and five hey what's going on everybody it's medicated pete this is the five and five my host today is andy cohen of course you can see him here on sirius at um and uh, radio andy he says my host today is host. Andy Co- <laughs> Yeah, it, instead it, of the it, guest. It, it, he's so bad at it. But it's great. He's great at it, actually. <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard. Sorry, let's get back to the action. Also, um, you know, he's a housewife guy. Yeah. Executive producer of the housewives. Yeah. So with that said, Andy, I got to ask you some some pretty uh, pretty hard-hitting questions. Okay. Here. What's your um like seriously? What what was your what, what would your ideal length of cock be? My like, oh like, like uh, cock, okay, like a beautiful okay. lengthy cock. That's interesting. What is your what's what what's your what's your number? You think? What's my number? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna say anything over seven is fun. That you would know? be that would be cool with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that that's a, that sounds pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, what's yours? So it's about that. Okay. I mean, I I I I have a I have a. But you I'm, don't I'm like pretty decent size. But, okay. Oh really? But, um, but yeah. Are you well? Are you well endowed? Yes, I am. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it, it quickly turns to Pete's penis. Yeah. All of a yeah. sudden, Pete is being interviewed. <laughs> I think Pete has a crush on Andy. <laughs> That's what I think. All right. So you like this interview, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is why Andy's picture hangs in Jennifer Witz's office, our CEO, because uh, he's a good sport. (laughs) 
Uh, he so wasn't here, Pete, thrown. I was I was uh, going to wait to see his reaction. He was not thrown. No, he doesn't get thrown by this stuff. Uh, so Pete continued with his questions for Andy. Don't forget, he only gets five questions. So here we go. <laughs> so listen, so yeah. hypothetically, we're on a new beach, you and I. Okay. Wow. And, um, and you know these tents, they have these tents on these beaches, on these nude beaches. Are you familiar with that? No. Well, anyway, you can go back to these tents and, and they can like, you know, they can suck you off or whatever. Oh. These, okay. These people. Okay. These so, people. Um, would you hypothetically would you would you take me back to a tent and maybe 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 like to play with it a little bit? You're asking me if I would blow you in one of those tents, right? Well, I would really need to see what I'm dealing with in order to, you know what I mean? Like, I I I don't know. It's I'm open to it, Pete. I'm open to it. It depends where my head was at that day. So really, the two of us we're 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 on a date. Okay. Okay. So how would I how would I incorporate like? Having a large penis in a conversation, like between hypothetically between the two of us, too. So the idea know? is that you want the person yeah. that you're on the date with to know that you're well endowed, right? If yeah. you were with me, I yeah. think you could say to me, you know, Andy, I have a very large cock, and I would want to talk about that. Oh, yeah. With a woman, I would yeah. want you to be very delicate, and oh, I would yeah. want you to say, you know, maybe you say, do you believe it's about the motion of the ocean or the size of the vessel? Right. Maybe right. that's kind of a fun way to get into it. Right. Wow. Andy's like uh, Pete's life coach. But I'm shocked that, you know, the Pete wants to know nothing but, but about penis. Yeah. Everything's and he's asking penis. Andy. Yeah. I love, too, that, like, literally this summer, Pete just found out about the nude beach blowjob tents. And now he thinks everyone's heard of them. He's like... You've heard of uh, going to a nude beach and you know tents about and, what uh, the nude beach is and the tent. Yeah, yeah. And, and Andy's <laughs> like, no, I, I really don't. <laughs> and for a straight guy, Pete sure loves, you know, going to that blowjob tent from dudes. Well, you know what was funny? First, we took him to the nude beach, <laughs> and then he started finding his own yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, it's somehow that he could find. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, all good things have to come to an end. And this yes, is good. How far are we into this? Uh, here's Pete's last two questions, including a bonus question that shocked us all. Ooh. Most shocking five and five. Um, which, which housewife do you think would, uh, would enjoy playing with my cock? Do you think, do you think, you know, that's a tough question, Pete. Uh, there's one that I'm thinking of who's a former housewife, but I don't want to put words in her mouth. You have to think about that. What? Yeah, you'd, you'd have to think about it. I would. Yeah. 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 I think it's well, interesting that these are all cock related questions that you have for me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we, we're, we're, we're kind of looking for these like hard hitting questions. Yeah. Have you ever done anything with a guy? No, but, but, um, but, but you're but interested I, to know I, if I would blow you I, on a nude I've beach. I've been on nude beaches. So yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. Oh, so yes, you have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One minute left. You like, you like girth <laughs> or length? Sure. Um, yeah. I just think it depends on the, on what I'm looking at. Yeah. 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 And I guess, um, I guess. Can I ask you a, a, a blunt question? Yeah. Can I show you my penis? You want to show it to me. Yeah. Can I possibly get the Andy Cohen seal approval here? Um, I mean, is it an HR issue? It seems, uh, 
I think maybe you. I think maybe you shouldn't show it to me right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I can. I, can I am. I mean, I will say that I'm not leaving without a sense of curiosity here because you're. How did yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, you're talking it up. Yeah. You're really talking it up, and you really want to show it to me. It, 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 it is pretty impressive. I I think so anyway. Wow. All right. See, they needed me there because I could have said, "Hey, Andy, I'll get Pete." It, if I was there, I would have been like, "Oh, let me see your cock," and then Andy could have seen it. Yeah, he's off the hook. Yeah. 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 Wow. But it's five and five. It's the Whack Packer and a guest star. I like when Andy goes, a minute left. <laughs> like, he was not engaged in this at all. I love that he was like, yeah. all of this is about cock. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, what the fuck? I was hoping for at least one legit question. And the best part to me is when Pete gets into his love voice. Uh, well, good, yeah, good, good for you for thinking that's a love voice. Um, now, the, the funny thing is, we told Pete ahead of time he's not allowed to show his penis, even if Andy asked for it, and that went uh, right out the window. Like he was like, "Can I? Can I show you? You know, I mean, it, we told him you're not allowed to show your penis to Andy. You can't tell Pete that. that that he doesn't that doesn't even register with him." Yeah, because Pete heard, you're allowed to show your penis to Andy. <laughs> That's He didn't hear the knot. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Pete did give us a post-game wrap-up. Uh, we said, how'd it okay. go? And you know, Pete thinks all his work is good. So It's great, it yes. Yeah. I actually think it went well, actually, um, being that well, a lot of celebrities want to talk about their careers and, and their accolades and, and whatever, but I think it's more important to, um, to get information about cock and, and who better than, who better than Andy Cohen? You know, he's, he's seen a lot of, he's seen a lot of cock and knows, knows what it is. So I hope this interview helped a lot, a lot of people, especially with insecurities and, and, uh, big genitals. So, you know. So I'm, I'm hoping. I don't know. Pete's going in, uh, like, uh, when he was up there doing it, um, Chris Wilding, uh, met Pete in the bathroom and he, Chris says he thinks Pete was flirting with him, but. Oh boy. Yeah. What kind of flirting, Chris? You know, it's like his, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, look good. You look good. Good to see you. Hey, you look good. Good to see you. And then he was at the urinal, but kind of like turning away from the urinal. So it was just kind of like flopping around. Oh, I, yeah. I think he was presenting, as they say. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's medicated Pete. Hey, what's up? What kind of about five and five is dispute? It's America, Pete. So, 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 Howard, Howard, what's your, um, um, uh, so, um, want to see my penis? Or, <laughs> don't you have a legitimate question for me, or are you going to go right to the penis thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, question two, um, would you, uh, seriously, oh, hold on. Um, Andy, Andy's on the phone, actually. The real Andy. Nice. Really? Want to see my penis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Let me, let me close the door on you real quick. Nice. See if I had been there. Hey, Andy. 
Howard, I mean, I got to tell you something. I want to see it. (laughs) This is the real Andy, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) This is not Chris Wilding as Andy. I mean, is it as big as he says? Well, you see, if I had been, if if, Andy, if I had been there. I could have like made that happen and you wouldn't have been held accountable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got that was the thing. I was sitting there and I was like, okay, I'm at a company and I kind of looked over at Sal, who either (laughs) saved me or cock blocked me. And Sal was like, I think he was I I think if you had been there, I would have seen it. I think you're absolutely right. But I mean, it's weird that it's weird that. Yeah, I know. But it's weird that like it's weird that Pete didn't show it to you because like we've I'm not sure exactly why he wasn't allowed to show it to you because we've all seen it a million times. He always whips it out on the show and it is big. It's lengthy and girthy. Is it? Is it? Like, is it something I need to see? Is it that yes, big? Yeah. Or it's huge, Andy. Really? Yeah, Chris. He should have come to the bathroom. He would have loved okay, it. Yeah, because Pete went into the bathroom with Chris afterwards and was flopping it out and, like, pretending yeah. to okay, pee. Okay, well, I want to know from Chris. I want to know from yeah. Chris, who has an idea here of the scope of things. We're is on the same page. Is it something that is super impressive, or have yes. I seen bigger? Uh, you might have seen bigger, but it's very impressive. It's, it's well, a here's big the cock, thing. Andy. It could, it could do porn. It's big. Wow. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. <laughs> it could like, do porn if it wasn't attached to Pete. This past, oh. exactly. You know, you know, when you look at Pete, oh, you go, Robin. why the fuck does this guy have a big cock? You know what I mean? It's just, a, it's a goof. It's like, how could there be a God who would give him a big cock? And, and what's, uh, and by the way, you know who want, probably want to see it too is Anderson Cooper. He might want to see it too. <laughs> I don't think he would. I don't think. Don't drag him into your mess. No, 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 no. But what I was so funny don't, is don't put his name on your lips right now, <laughs> Andy. What was so funny about it is Pete. This summer went. We took him to the nude beach, and it was fine. He went back himself. He these guys ended up bringing him into a tent. They ended up playing with his cock. They ended up putting their fingers up his ass, and they ended up blowing. Wait a second, but I don't hope I'm not talking to Pete. No, didn't those guys? Did those guys blow you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, took, so, us, took us till the fall to get that out of them. It, it took forever. I had to investigate. But I got to say something to Andy right now. You're a great sport. Yeah. You really are. I, I love you. And I think that it was very kind of you to sit there for a medicated. You know, you got a major career going and, you know, oh, sitting great. there. Yeah. And sitting there with medicated. Hey, it was and, five and five. I did it on my way out of the building. Uh, you know, it was five and five. It was the pitch is very good. It's, you, you, you get in and out. But then, I yeah. mean, I'm telling you, he was moments away from unbuttoning his pants. I felt like. All before noon, and I, I got, I was like, "Am I getting? What is happening here?" Well, Pete, uh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. We told you you weren't allowed to show your penis to Andy, and yet you were ready to show it to him. You didn't care. I was ready to whip it out. That's 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 a, that's how proud I was. How proud I am about it, you know. So, why do you want Andy so bad? To, do you want Andy to blow you, right? I mean, you want to have sex with Andy. 
No, I'm 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 just fast. Tell the truth, please. No, tell the truth. You you just want me to judge it. You just want me to judge it. You know, there are there are a lot of your listeners like somehow for me to bless them and say, yes, this is nice. You look good. I mean, this has been going on since for for years of me coming on the show. It's like they want to show me in the DMs. These these married guys, whatever. I'm like If Pete needs my next time I'm there, I feel like in a way that doesn't get me, that keeps me clean and keeps me out of this. I might, I, you guys might need to facilitate this. Well, what I'll I'm do is now. here's hey. this next time I come into town, I'm going to invite you in and I'll be like, Hey Andy, come on in. And I'll have Pete there. Right. And then like, it'll okay. be like, I'll go, Hey Andy, you know, and you, and you have to just go, I, I really don't want to see his penis. I go, hey, yeah, but medicated Pete's going to show me his penis. And you'll go, oh, okay. And then I'll okay, take good, the good, heat good. for it. Okay. Uh, and you'll see. Met, and I, the I, next, time, it, next time you come in town, are we looking at like second quarter of 2025? Or? No, no, no. I've got a bunch of, I got a bunch of shows. You'll be surprised. Listen, I'm okay. going to Miami uh, next week for Billy Joel. The week after I'm going to Miami no for John way. Cena. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Howard. Okay. Let me ask you something, Andy. Big. I've already had COVID, yeah. so what the hell's the difference? Hey, Andy. Good for you. Yeah, see, you're a warrior. He's on the other side. Yeah, here's the thing we got to figure out. Yeah. Pete wants you to touch his penis when inspecting <laughs> it. That's the thing. Whoa. That's what he wants. I seem to remember... Wow. I seem to remember um, our George, George, uh, Takei George Takei judging yes. a contest on the show, and I think he had to handle them in order to kind of prove a winner. I don't know that I can commit to that. Andy, part. well, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, be a little too, a little too far up you. I'll turn it into a thing where Pete can like win a prize. If you inspect his penis for like, I'll, I'll come up with some stupid reason. I don't know that I care whether he wins a prize. If I don't lie here, but that's the excuse. In other the words, prize is we got to get it. Yeah. I'll bet you this, Andy. If you just like fondled him for fifteen seconds, he'd blow a fucking load right in your hand. Hundred percent. You know, I'm not sure I'm, I need that to happen. <laughs> I need How, it to happen. I'm okay. How, I'm How, okay. Right. What, if I, Andy, I what if Andy fell in love with Medicated Pete and turns out Pete becomes Andy's new boyfriend? That would be awesome. Would you imagine? Can you imagine the scandal? I want you to meet someone special. This is Pete, and you're never going to believe how we met. <laughs> Howard, on my phone camera? right now, on my yes. phone right now, I have a picture of Pete's penis, a close-up. I can oh. hit a button and send it to Andy, and we get Andy, a live reaction. It? Would you like I'll to see a picture? You, Gary. Let's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You ready? Here okay. we go. Of course he wants to see it. Okay. Check it out. He loves it. Don't he loves it. Fucking, okay, it's a it funny is. picture. Oh, wow. He's got a red bush. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's very, that is very nice. And it's, it's, you've got some good girth there, Pete. Well, thanks, man. Um, I, I mean, to, to be honest, I kind of thought away. it was going to be bigger based I thought it was going to be bigger based on like all the hoopla. 
Is it hard, oh, though? Very nice. Yeah, it's, you but, haven't seen it. It's not hard in that picture. That picture doesn't do it justice, I'm telling you. You I need to see know, it in Harry, person. Would you, I would I say know that kind of thing. Probably not. I've seen that picture, and I'm telling you, Pete in person is more impressive. Okay. All right. Okay. And well, I'll prove it to you when I get into town. Okay. Great. <laughs> I absolutely yeah. loved it. It was not, you know what? It's hard to throw me for a loop, but you threw me for a it loop with this one. I did not expect this. Andy, this. Andy, will you give medicated yeah. Pete a chance to defend his penis? Cause you kind of, you know, you kind of downplayed it and uh, Pete, go ahead. Tell him. Andy, thanks a lot. You asked for the interview. I, 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 that was, that was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. yeah but what I about agree. your penis? Andy thinks it's small. It's yeah, much so, bigger in person. He's so saying Pete, it's whatever. You need to defend your penis, man. Andy, you will not be let down. I swear to God, it's it, um, it is pretty impressive. I, I, Andy, I, I, will say I just that. called my travel agent. I can be on a plane as quickly as uh, <laughs> <laughs> eleven o'clock, and I'll get there. We'll make this happen. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll make you. Don't Pete, do it. Tell I, him it's bigger when he's blowing you. <laughs> oh my god wow andy oh, everything oh, else yeah. okay i mean what's happening i, I, was what, I gotta great. tell you you watch him beverly hills uh, oh my god Howard? i i love the beverly hills housewife so much it's so and good you don't watch salt lake city or miami i think you would love miami i think i would but i i think i might even love vanderpump rules but i just don't i don't know oh, i just vanderpump I only, rules is great I'm just into this uh, Beverly Hills Housewives. I'm sure, I don't know what happened. I, it's right up my alley. I don't know. I just can't invest that much time, but I do love the Beverly Hills Housewives. I love that. What's her name? Thinks she's so hot now because she's working out the the one whose husband's leaving her. Who, Kyle? Kyle. She thinks like she's like uh, so sexy. Well, she looks and, pretty great. And that, what's her name's a train wreck, the... Uh, the rich lady uh, with the skinny legs who, who like thinks her outfits are the so rich great. Rich lady with the skinny legs. Yeah, uh, like the inordinate. Uh, no. Oh, Sutton, uh, Sutton, Sutton. Sutton. <laughs> what a weirdo! I mean, wow. She's <laughs> and she thinks like she thinks she's hot, and it's just a great crew of fucking women. Oh, I mean, I'm so glad. I am. And so uh, glad. I want you to check out Miami, though. I think you will be into it. I especially love I the a, Asian I woman's husband. I especially oh, love you the like Asian Rob Minkoff. You like the nice Jewish boys. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's all good, man. I got a oh, lot of theories. God, okay, pal. What can I tell you? <laughs> right, I know guys. about their marriage. I, 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 I have my big yenta. I love, I love the whole cast. It's great. <laughs> Excellent. Well, and, thanks uh, for a great day, guys. All right, oh, yeah. Andy. Good luck. Uh, and uh, appreciate okay. you I'll being such you a good soon. sport. I really, truly do. Thank you. You bet. Thank you, Pete. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate that. You bet. All right. Okay. We'll bye. try and hook you two up. Bye. All right. Take it easy. Yeah, great. That's my man. <laughs> That's it. Oh, my God, Pete. Medicated Pete. Medicated Pete. Walks down the beach with his penis as hard as a rock. Yeah, I do. There's a huge cock, wants to get his dick wet. <gasps> Thank you. He still lives with his mom. Uh, yeah. As a man. 
Way to go, Pete. And uh, that was five and five. One, two, three, four, five. What the fuck? Yep, five and five, our new hit series. You heard Mark the Bagger with Nikki Glazer. And now let's add to the uh, great library of five and five, the fabulous Andy Cohn with the fabulous medicated. Five and five. One, two, three, four, five. You idiot. Right. How'd they get five in five. the count to five. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Five and five. <laughs> All right. There it is. Five and five. Everybody's favorite, favorite show. And we love it. I got a couple of things. I uh, a couple of facts I can give you. The George Carlin artificial intelligence thing that was on the internet that I spent so much time talking about, it turns out it wasn't written by artificial intelligence at all. It was these comedians who would put together a uh, George Carlin thing. Well, you know, hey, I, good. I mean, I thought it was really strong. So You were, you were lamenting that uh, artificial intelligence was good at comedy. It was... Uh, you know, George Carlin's daughter, the lawyers, they were all lawyering up and everything. But it turns out it was uh, the Dudesy podcast. Will Sasso and Chad Coltgen revealed that uh, Chad wrote the entire routine. Dude, yeah, you, good for you. You should take credit for that. It was pretty funny, actually. Like, why give away your material and say it's a, a computer wrote it? But I guess it was like they got a lot of attention, so. But uh, it sounds like the guy's funny guy, and he knows how to write comedy. And what else can I tell you? Oh, I'm just going to tell you something that I would recommend. On Netflix, I'm watching Griselda with Sofia Vergara. It's so fucking good. She's this. Uh, it was. It, I think it was written by the same team that did Narcos, which I love, and it's um, about one of the most. Deadly, crazy drug dealers, a woman, and coming up in, uh, you know, Medellin, Colombia as a woman drug dealer. It's like almost impossible. It's like it's male domain, you know, and she outsmarted everyone and was like this. You know, she she's unbelievable. Have you seen Griselda with Sophia? Vergara? I have not. I saw the. You know, that Watch little it. thing you see when when you're looking for something. And I said, oh, I have to get back to that. But I was watching. I was just finishing up something else. Is it a movie or is it a series? Series. Six episodes. Okay. She's fabulous in it. And which which is always what I thought about acting. Like if you have good material, it's like I, I didn't really I never watched that TV show that Sofia Vergara was on. But Modern I always thought family. she was. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it didn't allow her to really show off any kind of acting chops. Like you just no. thought she was like a Suzanne Summers, a, you know, character where she was she, hot, hot and had an accent. Yeah. Right. But, that uh, kind of thing. turns out she's a really good actress and they put her in makeup and stuff. So she's not so hot. Cause you know, she can't be that hot and be a drug dealer. It would be impossible. Um, doesn't work like that. Evidently. Well, so. that's why I told you about that series, Queen of the South. I think you would have loved that series. Yeah, maybe I should watch that. It was about and a woman who who moves up the ranks of a drug cartel. Yeah, this is this is that. So I probably would like that. And uh, I just yeah. think the show's fantastic. Ronnie's watching it. Too. Ronnie, you like Griselda? What do you think of it? Give me your instant review. 
Dude, it's real. It's really good. Um, but like Robin just said, Queen of the South is very similar to it. I think they they did copy a lot of that show. Um, All right. Even even though it's it's a short, much shorter Queen of the South, I think is like three seasons. Yeah. Uh, which I've watched all of them, and I think that it was a great show. But they really, they did really copy a lot of it in this uh, Griselda. Okay. I mean, she looks so- hot. She looks hot, even though she's not. They make her up to be not hot. She still <laughs> right. looks hot. Yeah, she's still hot, even ugly, and uh, right. she's got the big exactly. titties and the nice body and the whole thing. Yeah, you got to see a little bit of her titties in one scene. Right. Uh, they don't show. They don't show much of her being like real sexy, sexy. Uh, right. Even though, like, supposedly she used to be a call girl or whatever, going back in Mexico or Colombia. Right. Um, yeah, her character, not the, the actual Sofia Vergara. She was never a call right. girl. Right, the character. As we know. Yes, right. the character. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, there. It seems like you well, like so, it. I loved it. Oh, I like I like it, but I'm, it's very, very similar. Like I said, very similar to Queen of the South. As soon as I watched it, uh, I even said to Stephanie, I said, it's very much like that show. All right. All right, I got you. No sense in repeating it, out, it again. Man. Check it out. Thanks for check running. out Queen of the South. Well, there apparently was a real woman. I don't know what her name was, and I don't know if the Vergara uh, series is based on the real woman, but all of these shows, if they show, like, some Colombian drug queen, they're based on that real woman. I like doing uh, movie That's reviews. That's why they're with, similar, yeah. I like doing movie reviews with Ronnie. It's like a, like a Siskel and Pervert uh, we could we could do it on a regular basis. It was fun to, uh, funny because one day when I was tooling around the dial, somehow I landed on SWAT, and mm. and there was Hondo and somebody else Hondo. that you had yeah. mentioned, and I immediately moved away. <laughs> I was uh, like, I don't. I wish that, see that. I wish that show would come back on. I'm anxious. It's for not it to be on. It's not uh, there anymore. Next week. Uh, Next what? week after after oh. the Super Bowl, Super Bowl nice. after Super Bowl, like that CBS is having all the shows come back. All the FBI shows will be on on Tuesday. I think I forgot what night SWAT's coming back on, but oh, all I'm that excited. week, SWAT, um, will be, SWAT will be well, on that week. Allow me Next to uh, give a message to my people, Ronnie. Um, for those who are involved with the recording on my TiVo, please. Make sure I get all the new FBI's and SEAL team, not SEAL team, but uh, SWAT. And make sure the old episodes aren't being recorded. I'm getting a lot of old episodes. Please. Thank you. You just saw a little behind the scenes of uh, the amount of people who are involved in my television watching. Also, I'm watching The Crown. It is so good. I'm talking about the, the new season. So good. Fucking good. And the, Oh, the new, the new season tired. of SWAT. I, I love it. It's so good. The new you season know, of Prince SWAT. Prince Charles, Prince Charles, King Charles. King Charles. cancer. Saw that with the, uh, he, you know, it's funny. He's got the enlarged prostate like so many of us, you know, older dudes have. Where you pee every fucking minute, but they were checking his enlarged prostate and they found some cancer in his balls. And well, so, some, uh, is it in his balls? It was no, somewhere. They prostate. haven't, and no, it's not the prostate. Oh. They said that. Oh, they said I didn't they know that. discovered it because they were examining his prostate. Oh, so it's got to be somewhere in the region. 
but they haven't mentioned anything else about it. But I thought about that. I said, yeah, you know, I don't care what you call yourself. Nature treats everybody the same. Yeah, nobody, uh, nobody gets a free ride. I'll tell you, I feel bad for that poor guy. Waiting his whole life for his mother to kick so he could be the king. He finally the king. Now he gets the fucking cancer. And she just kept going. She never got sick of it on anything. Never. She never had never. an incident. What kept and her he, going was what? was keeping him from being king. She didn't want it. <laughs> she loved she, being queen. She finally leaves. He's 75, just taking the crown. Wow. And uh, then he gets sick. Well, hopefully he's got a mild cancer that, uh, you know, yeah. nothing severe like what you have. But uh, Well, he couldn't maybe, have that. Yeah, right. He he can't have cancer in the vaginal uh, area. <laughs> that would be really tough if he had that. Yeah. I hope you don't get Robin's cancer where your <laughs> ovaries are. <laughs> or whatever they are. I mean, you know, I don't want to get into your details, but. Oh. SWAT is returning Friday, February 16th. Excellent. Hondo okay. and the team. It's their last season. Oh, Final no. Season. How I don't are know you why. going to deal with it? Come on, everybody. Let's suit up. There's a problem. Hondo's our team leader. I love how many hot chicks are on SWAT, too. Like, there's no ugly police officers. Only <laughs> good-looking people need apply. Anyway... Uh, let me just uh, mention so many of the fans wrote us because we're running out of time here. Uh, fans enjoyed our recap of this year's Grammys. Many of you agree with me that the ceremony was underwhelming. Well, aspects of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I It just. You know what I've discovered? I like the highlights of yeah. the Grammys. Well, <laughs> so last night I said, let me watch the whole thing because now I have it. I don't have to sit and watch the commercials. I had it on videotape. What do you call it? You know, TiVo. And uh, I'm watching, 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 and I get, I'm get i just waiting for Billy Joel. I just want to see Billy Joel do that new song that I like so much. And we get up to it, and the, Trevor Noah's about to interview inter, introduce uh, Billy Joel, and then it goes, bong, you've run out of time. Because I guess the Grammys went so fucking long that Billy didn't it get on to it. over. Oh. Yeah. But I think on Paramount Plus, which I do subscribe to, they do have the Grammys on there. I'll get to yeah. see it. But they're making yeah, they it real hard show. for me. Making it real hard for me to see Billy. Um, <laughs> Howard, I'm with you. The Grammys don't bring that same level of excitement they used to. Gone are the days when they were water cooler conversations. No one wants to hear a host kiss celebrity ass. No. It, by the way, it's not a criticism of Trevor Noah. It's just a waste of his talent. He's a funny guy. I've seen his stand-up and stuff on TV. And being the host, I don't know, somehow he's just, you know, he's... He did the right thing. He's got to be a cheerleader. You can't sit there and goof on everybody, but that seems more like a job for someone who isn't so funny, you know. Grammys were a total snooze fest. I'm missing Ralph's Grammy fashion critiques. Yeah, me too. Rest in peace, Ralphie boy. Ralphie used to call in. Oh, did you see so-and-so's outfit? And Jesus Christ, this is... She looks like a man. <laughs> you know, he was like. Well, he would have argued with JD about his picks. Yeah. He would have had a different list. <laughs> yeah, I do miss Ralphie and talk about him almost every day. Always a little memory pops into my head. <laughs> 
some people like Tracy Chapman's. Uh, Tracy and Luke doing Fast Car will be the most viewed moment from the Grammys. You're so off on your recap. Hey, look, I just think Tracy Chapman doing it herself would have been way more emotional than doing that with a guy. I understand that he has a hit with Fast Car now. It's good for Tracy Chapman. She's going to make money on that. Uh, it got her back out there. I get all that, but I just think the two of them together, I would rather just see Tracy Chapman sing it, you know, at the Grammys. Uh, Howard, Tracy Chapman didn't need Luke Combs up there. She's so powerful on her own. Glad to see her back in the spotlight. Yeah, and I get it. He dragged her back into the spotlight. It's all good, but something didn't jibe for me. And I'm a musical expert, as you know. What was interesting to me, I was reading that she seemed not to, you know, in her early career, she didn't like being on TV and, and performing on television and stuff like that. And people were uh, noticing that she seemed to be enjoying herself mm-hmm. this time around. There you go. By the way, many fans agreed that uh, Billy Joel's new song is a knockout. Billy's new song unexpectedly unexpectedly brought me to tears. I thought about the relationship between me and my daughter. Now that she has her own family, we sadly drifted apart these past few years. This song inspired me to rekindle what we have lost. All right, that's nice. Um, I think Billy's new song could be his relationship to songwriting, struggling after seven year, 17 years to produce new music. He wonders if it's been too long. Can you try to get Billy's take on that when he's in? Absolutely, I will. I will write that one down. Um, what else? Oh, I should mention too that uh, Gary was in L.A. for the Grammys. Mister Hobnob, what did he do there? Oh my God, you should see this guy's itinerary. Oh yeah, he needed to be at the Grammys. Yeah, he he spent all weekend hobnobbing with Hollywood celebrities. On the wrap-up show, Rasan challenged him to name drop as many people as he spent time with as he could in thirty seconds. And here's Gary on the wrap-up show. All right. Let's see how many famous people's names you can drop that you interacted with. Ready? Go. Corey Feldman. Kevin Crow. That's the source. Flavor Flav. John Stamos. <laughs> the Bella Twins. Wait, what? These are written down Gail in your King, phone? Uh, David Bryan. For Dean White from Earth, Wind & Fire. Sammy Hagar. Three nights in a row. Um, Jelly Roll. Uh, Don Lemon. Uh, Mark Ronson and his wife. Uh, bon Jovi. Cameron Crow. <laughs> Peter Asher. Michelle Phillips. What were you looking at just now? I keep, notes, I keep notes on my phone for this exact purpose. Oh, very. In case it comes up. Uh, no. <laughs> for this exact. No, seriously. If Howard said to me, so tell me what you did this weekend, I got to be ready. Oh, I might yeah. say like, well, okay, Mr. Big Show, what'd you do while you're out there? <laughs> Here's Gary's uh, agenda. These are just some of the events Gary attended. He oh, saw yeah. you two at the Sphere in Las Vegas. Wow. He went to the Bon Jovi event with Bruce Springsteen and... Uh, but, uh, John Bon Jovi was honored at, uh, what is the name of the uh, charity? Music Cares. <laughs> Music Cares. So it's and a night where, nothing... it's, a, it's a night where everybody, all these famous people do Bon Jovi songs. Describe that to me. I would have uh, been interested in that. Uh, Bruce Springsteen so, did a Bon Jovi song. So they honor somebody different every year. So this year it was John. So what happens is all these big people get up. So like, um, Jelly Roll did a Bon Jovi song. Uh, Bruce Springsteen and John came out together to do a song. Sammy Hagar did a Bon Jovi song. Do um, they record that? They don't. That's too bad. I would like to see that more than even the Grammys. It's pretty great. I mean, in the past, they've done 
uh, Fleetwood Mac. I saw Tom Petty the year before he died. They honored him. It was amazing. Oh, John must have been quelling. I mean, uh, he loves it. He curated the whole yeah. night. I asked what do you him mean? about it. He, I said, you know, how involved were you uh, with who gets to perform? He goes, I handpicked everyone. And what were you doing there? Were you the, working the coat check or, I mean, like, what's your deal? <laughs> no, I was sitting at a table. Yeah. You go to the cocktail party, you schmooze with agents and stuff. And then, you know, and then I was sitting at a table. <clears throat> when John, when John was curating the event, he said, hmm, who can I cut to coat check? That would be sort of fun to look at when I, as people walk in and they got Gary. I curated the chocolate. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of funny. Like, I just saw John. John lives close by to me. And uh, he didn't say to me, come on down, you know, I, you know, it was funny. Somebody said I was talking to John's agent and there was a discussion about whether you would be there. And John said, I've already like, like I've asked Howard enough. Oh, oh, I see. He didn't want to, you know what? He did the right thing because but, I was like, Hey, that seems like a lot of fun to go to, but I wouldn't have gone. And then I would have been annoyed that. John put me on the spot. <laughs> He's right. Bruce, Bruce's mom passed away, you know, like two days before. Yeah. And Bruce had made, he had made, he said he would do it. And he was there. They opened wow. the show with, uh, who says you can't go home together. And then they did, um, Bruce Springsteen, the promised land together. It was great. John did it with Bruce. Yep. Wow. And what, who, like what other songs do people sing? Like what did Sammy Hagar sing? God, I can't remember now. It was one of the big hits. I I don't know if it was "Living on a Prayer" or like one of the. But you know, John's got a ton of songs, and they're right. all anthemic. They're all great songs, and everybody singing them was was great. Well, Sammy texted me a picture of him hugging Bruce Springsteen, and, and like Sammy was beside himself. He loves. He never met Bruce. I don't know if he never. I think you know. I'll have to ask Sammy the next time we talk with him. But he was pretty jacked about that. Like seeing bruce there uh-huh and uh and then he sent me a picture of himself standing next to gary delabate <laughs> and i went oh the wow highs well, and the lows <clears throat> yeah the highs and lows of show business no i said uh, wow you've really arrived gary delabate unbelievable well, and i never heard back because- from him he said, yeah. I saw him three nights in a row and he said, I'm going to send this picture to Howard. I go, please don't. And he goes, why? I'm like, no, no, no. And then he said, he I know it only night. annoyed me. Yes. And, and then he said, he said, he walked right up to me. He goes, I sent Howard the picture and he wrote back slumming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard Paul McCartney was there too. He was, but he did not perform. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like a cool event. Anyway, so Guess getting back to there. Gary, uh, so so the get the events Gary attended, he saw you two at the Sphere in Las Vegas, the Bon Jovi event with Bruce Springsteen and Paul McCartney. Then he went to a Clive Davis party. That's the big. That had, that's why the big is that party. big? Because again, he gets everybody in the music industry to perform, and it's all over the place. So like Green Day opened, but then SZA performed. And the Whoa. Public Enemy performed. Whoa! Um, I mean, what song just, did they do? Public Enemy. They did "Fight the Power," and wow. uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the other song. Was Flav up there? Oh yeah, yeah. I spent the bulk of the weekend with Flav because uh, Thursday night was Ross Zapin's birthday party, and I don't know how, but Ross and Flavor Flav are like best buddies. <laughs> so real Flav came. Flav came to Ross's birthday party. He performed 911 as a joke." With the DJ, 
And then he went upstairs oh. and played the piano. Remember we talked about how great he could play instruments? Yeah. The dude plays an amazing piano. Why is that not known? I don't know. I, I guess know. it didn't fit into the public. And 911 is a joke is like the greatest song ever. He did that at Ross's party? Yeah. And it wasn't like set up to Does do. Flav, like he, did anyone tell Flav that Ross is a, a schlub? No. <laughs> it's how it's uh, one of those things where it wasn't like that was his job to do. Right. It was... Um, Oh, yeah, Flav put up that picture. That's nice. That's uh, me, Flav, Chuck, and Ross at the Clive Davis dinner. It was just oh like... Oh, my God. Look at look, you. Like, look at the tuxedo and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it was big night. Off a fooey with, with Chuck D? Well, Chuck and I went to college together. Yeah, I'm sure he knew you back then. He does. We, he we does? see each other all the time. Yeah, he totally you know Chuck me. D from college? I do. We worked at the well, college radio station. How big was this college? At Delphi. <laughs> The one that I thought you two stopped. agreed to keep that a secret that you went to Adelphi. <laughs> Doesn't look no. well for both of you. Oh, I didn't Chuck know you knew great... him from a... In fact, I went to one of his events uh, like a year or two ago to Adelphi. Chuck is an amazing artist. I mean, his artwork is... I really love it. And he was just talking... To all Painting? Was, um, more like sketches. Oh, wow. Well, Very no, good. I've never met the man. Um, well, he said, he said to me that over the years... Um, Whenever anybody talked about public enemy, he would push Flav to the, the Howard Stern show. He's like, you belong. You go be in charge of all of us. Oh, he's too good for us. No, he loves you, but he just thinks Flav is a better fit. So let me get this straight. You went for, I mean, wow, you've got some incredible um, life force in you to go to these parties. I, I would, you go to you to the sphere. Then Ross's bon Jovi, birthday party. Ro Ross's bon birthday party. Bon Jovi, a Clive and Davis Clive. party. Was Nancy Pelosi there? Yes, she goes, uh, her 24th year, Clive will tell you that it's Nancy Pelosi's 24th year. But they were, like that, dude, that that party is like loaded with celebrities. Just loaded. Did you talk to her? I, um, Not this year. I did last year because I know Jimmy Jam and she was sitting at Jimmy Jam's table. I just happened to go say hi to Jimmy. And I was like, Look oh. Gary. Her and her husband. Look what I've created with this Gary. I know. Yeah, and then he went, late, wait, he's not done. Then he went to the Steven Tyler Grammy viewing party hosted by Zoe Dashnow. Zoe. Zoe. Zoe Dashnow. Zoe Dashnow. <laughs> and she was there Jesus. with her boyfriend. I, her boy, She's dating one of the property twins. You know those twins on, on uh, H. No. Property on brothers, yeah. Property yeah. brothers. Property yeah, so, brothers. So he was there. What did um, Sammy perform at the John Bon Jovi event? I'm trying to remember. It's, I think it was living on a prayer, uh, but I can't remember. It was one of, like oh, one of the big. Here. here you go. It's you give love a bad name. Yeah, yeah. It was he it was performed. A, was a, Sammy performed alongside guitarist Orianthe. She's super hot, right? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Did you see her? I mean, I saw a hot chick on stage. I don't know who Orianthe. That's Orianthe. That's okay. the girl who used to date Richie Sambora, who plays guitar like a oh. like a. Yeah. Orianthe. How did uh, how did Sammy hook up with Orianthe to do a song? And was 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 Richie Sambora there? I do not believe he was there. Oh, okay. It's hard talking music with Gary sometimes. He doesn't know who Orianthe is. Yes, yeah, so the whole world doesn't uh, I Orianthe's don't know, but, pretty but well I think known. she She's gave a, me a Mona. <clears throat> <laughs> and she she's was a hot blonde by John Bon Jovi. 
<clears throat> she's a hot blonde who can actually play the guitar really well. Like she, she can shred. Oh, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen played. It was great. It was great. Yeah. What did he play? God, I don't Again, know he doesn't know. Wait, are, were you there? <laughs> of course, but I don't remember every song that everybody did. Why for Rassan do you take good notes? I, I asked you a question. You, don't, you should take some, if you took some notes, write down. What, you don't know what Wolf, you said Wolfgang Van Halen was impressive. <clears throat> what song did he do? <clears throat> I, I, I didn't have my remember. phone. I don't know. <clears throat> what the fuck? Only when I have my phone can I get names so I can name drop. <clears throat> so I can be <clears throat> Mr. Big Shot. <clears throat> what the what what good is sending Gary to these events? He didn't even know what he saw. <clears throat> probably probably wasted. <clears throat> I'll hold on, I got it right here. <clears throat> Melissa Etheridge did Blaze of Glory. Jelly Roll okay. did Bad Medicine. Lady oh. Wilson, who's a big country store, uh, said we weren't born to follow. Um Jason Isbell did Wanted Dead or Alive. Pat Monahan did it's Jason, Jason Isbell. Oh, okay. Jason Isbell. Jason Israel. Jason Israel. Israel Hamas. Jason Israel and Hamas. Uh, Shania Twain did Bed of Roses. Uh, Pat Monahan did It's My Life. Oh, uh, he can sing. The only question I asked you was what did Wolfgang, Wolfgang Van Halen still do? Still haven't gotten that. I still haven't gotten that. Song is called Have a Nice, nice day. day. Okay, I know this song. <clears throat> and he was good, huh? It was great. Sammy did You Give Love a Bad Name. Yeah, Randy we... Clark <laughs> played, and then I'm trying to see with the, with the uh, Living on a Prayer was the end of the night. Did you go up to Bruce Springsteen? Did you talk to him at all? No. <clears throat> no. 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 Were you drunk or something uh, that you didn't know, like what people sang? No, I mean, stuff? you know, but it's it's hard to remember who does what. All right, okay, okay. It's a long listen. It's a long week and it's a long night. But yeah, so I uh, I kept the the set list. I only Why had ten Japanese scotches. <clears throat> Why didn't I talk to who? Bruce. You know, uh, Bruce. He's not, he doesn't know. Better me. he doesn't. He doesn't know Gary. <laughs> he's, I don't talk to people unless they talk. Excuse to Excuse me. me. Uh, uh, sorry for your loss, <clears throat> uh, boss. <laughs> <coughs> who are you again? Bruce would be like, who are you again? Uh, it's me, Garrett Delabate. <coughs> <laughs> Look at my phone. I know people. <clears throat> He's <clears throat> only seen those teeth a million times <laughs> in front of his <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. I remember you. Those teeth, you blinded me one night. <laughs> I was blinded by the light. You ever hear my song, Blind by the Light? It's about you, Gary. Blinded by the teeth? How's that yeah. not a song? How's that not a song? <laughs> Uh, we're working on it right now. <laughs> I'll tell you both. Gary's the best. He goes, I'll tell you both. It was incredible. A once in a lifetime night. But I don't remember a thing about it. <laughs> well, why is that? Well, it's hard to remember. <clears throat> it was just great. Wolfgang Van Halen was fucking great. Oh, yeah? What do you do? I don't know. 
I don't know. I got chocolate in my notes. Bruce, Bruce, I'm sorry about my breath. You guys are genuine assholes. Bruce, I'm the author of They Call Me Baba Booey. Would you like an autographed copy? I can get it for you. Howard, the show was awesome, I think. I don't know. I can't remember any of it. I saw Sammy Hagar three nights, but I don't know which three nights they were. I don't even know what song he did. Bruce, can you autograph my teeth? Did you say hi to Sammy Hagar? You must have said hi to him. So I went up front to go talk to some other people, and then I ran into David from uh, from uh, uh, Bon Jovi's band, and then yeah, uh, Sammy's publicist was there, so she she said hello, and then yes, yeah, Sammy said a big hello, and he nice. says that he talks to you all the time and how much he loved you, and how he really he, he how he said that the day that he did our show, I think he said like they sold twenty thousand tickets like in the first thirty minutes, just wow. how 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 big it was to come on the show and help the tour. Who else did you talk to? I'm curious. Like uh, any other big names? Clive Over the Davis? weekend? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, let me see. Uh, <clears throat> so I saw John Stamos. We know. I talked to Gail King for a little bit. How's she Hello, doing? Gail? She's <clears throat> great. She's great. I saw um, her two, I saw do you her two have nights. to tell her who you are or does she know? No. She knows. She calls me Baba Boo. Wow. She does? Um, yeah. Um, Is she uh, on Ozempic too? I bet she looks good. She looks great. She does? She looks amazing. I haven't seen her in ages. It was a time where I thought I was going to steal her away from Oprah. We were running into each other at all kinds of events. And I was like, you know, ha, ha, ha. I go, Gail, maybe I'll end up being your best friend. She goes, ha, ha, ha. You know, Oprah would love you. I go, no, Oprah would. Let me, let me, unless you want to lose your relationship, Oprah would not love me. Why do you think that, Howard? I go, she, she gets uptight. She thinks I don't like her. I, I just bust balls. You know. <clears throat> Um, I talked to Jelly. I talked to a guy named Jelly Roll, who's like wasn't dominated. For I know Jelly Roll. Yeah. What are you do? Um, he's good. He's that he guy was who was in jail for a while, right? Yeah. And then yeah. now he's yeah. like a big star. Yeah, yeah, we may be doing something with him for the channel later. This oh, good. Year. He's um, really good. He's, yeah. yeah, and a big fan. Um, I, I saw Don Lemon. You know, he Don testified on... before the Senate. <clears throat> you saw Don Lemon. Working on his next yeah, project. Yeah, what's he doing? Working what's on his, his next doing? project. <laughs> he was serving <laughs> shrimp rolls at the party. <clears throat> it's some kind oh, of online it. thing. <laughs> uh, I saw uh, Sammy Hagar. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Mark Ronson and his wife, who is Meryl Streep's daughter. Yeah. Um, Mark's <clears throat> always working on stuff. Cameron Crowe sat at my table. He's working on a Joni Mitchell biopic. Oh, that'll be good. <clears throat> you want to know what else is great? Uh, Cameron Crowe's a genius. If he does a Joni Mitchell biopic, I'm there. But the other thing I saw that I thought I was excited about, Ivan uh, Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Reitman, got the rights to, he wants to do a movie or he's working on a movie about the first cast of Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. Isn't that a great idea? Mm. Yeah. That whole, you know, Chevy Chase. The whole creation of it. Yeah. Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, that crowd, you know. Yeah. Gilda. Awesome. Uh, Lorne Michaels, and I think they're, you know, they're going to do a movie. Lorraine on that. Newman. I, said, I can't believe Ivan's kid turned out to be so successful. He's very good. He's a good guy. Why can't <clears throat> Ivan have a kid who's very successful? Because I'm telling you, when I was doing private parts, Ivan said, my son wants to, you know, my son wants to go into directing. I go, oh, poor you. 
matter with him? <laughs> I would be like, lightning doesn't strike twice. Doesn't your Thank kid know goodness. that? He, he and Ivan would go, to you. oh, no, I would go, my son's very talented. I go, oh, right. Okay, got it. <laughs> Meanwhile, he was. Yeah. I will tell you just um, the, the last thing, Howard. The, um, so Stephen Tyler does a Grammy viewing party for his charity, Janie's Fund. And um, they auction off a bunch of stuff. So Stephen came out and he had, his, I guess, like one of his early drum sets from when he was a kid. And he came out and he played Wipeout, which was fucking Steven amazing. Tyler played Wipeout on the drums? Played on the drums. And then they auctioned off the drum set. <clears throat> oh, wow. I love that guy. And then the Black Crows. Before, I did not stay for the Black Crows because it was too late. What? I had to go to bed. The Black you, Crows what time was that? Well, it was 8.30 at night on Sunday night, but oh. I had to be at the studio at 2 in the morning. I see. <clears throat> the Black Crows are good. I love that band. Those two and brothers they love you. fighting. I, I, would, I wish they would go back to, like, to have a fist fight on the stage when I go see them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the I way, I did, I, yeah. I did see Nikki Glaser, and she loves us, and she's very much still talking to us. No, she I said know. She will, I'm, I'm joking. She will do anything for us any day. I thanked her for always being there for us, and she's like, she's the best. anything you need. Yeah, I love her. She got a boyfriend yet, or is she still kind of playing that shtick that she can't get a boyfriend? I don't know, but Howard, she's, she was in like this tight, beautiful glitter, like, like short dress. She's, she's just stunningly beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I came like, I don't know why there aren't, I don't know why there aren't a thousand boyfriends. Here we go. <laughs> Gary Puppet just said, I came on my tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> I had to I hide my to boner you. with a plate of shrimp. <clears throat> I came on little Steven's feet. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking to Nikki Glaser and you came on little yeah. Steven's feet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, While Steven Tyler played the xylophone on my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, yeah, yeah. What? Oh, Nikki Glaser was wearing a little, uh, yeah, she loves showing that body off, huh? Yeah. Her body's amazing. It Did is. she move back to New York after the pandemic? Because she had moved with, in with her parents again, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. she's out now. I think she's okay. out of the, I, I don't know where she lives, but she's out of the house. She okay. did a whole, uh, she did a whole series about living with her parents. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I love when she was on our show and she was talking about when she did Dancing with the Stars, she blew that disc jockey, whatever. <laughs> Bobby, Bones. Bobby Bones. I blew I Bobby, Bobby Bones. <laughs> she goes, I blew Bobby Bones backstage. Yeah. And he dumped me. <laughs> That's the greatest. I mean, that might be the greatest moment from this show ever. We, we, yeah, I thought, you know, I blew him and then he, like, she was so destroyed because she was like, hey, who is this guy? He should be worshiping me and he's blowing me off. She was all insecure about her blowjobs. Fucking awesome. I know hey, he's the, married the, now and stuff. Yeah. Right. The one last guy I got to mention because I saw him a couple of nights in a row. Do you know who uh, Verdine White is? Who's the, um, uh, he's one of the original members of um, Earth, Wind and Fire. He's got like, why do you always hair. like questions? Like, why do you go, do you know who Verdine White is? I don't always do that with me. But, but, cause like, then, why can't you, you say, know who John hey, you know, who I ran is? into, uh, I, I ran into Verdine White from Earth, Wind and Fire, you know, like, and, and that's why the part where you go, question you know, and that's, and that's the part where you go, I don't know who Verdine White, what are you, a fucking idiot? Like, there's no, no way to no, win. It's like, no, it's like, it's like you always question me, like I'm on Jeopardy. <clears throat> do you know who Verdine White is? And I'm like, do you know who Brad Pitt is? <clears throat> Well, you right? Isn't that a Gary Burgle move? Is sure. I can, listen. We all have affectations. 
Sure. Yeah, but like it's like you're challenging me to see I'm if not I challenging know anything. You. I'm not challenging you. I'm trying to play the middle. I'm smart. I know things. I know. Of you course, do. I know. <laughs> Who's the guy's name again? Verdine White. <laughs> Verdine. Of course, I know Verdine White from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Everyone knows that. Well, no, I actually don't know that. But go ahead. He's yeah. he's a very very big fan of the show, but especially yeah. he's 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 huge into meditation, and he wanted you to know that he loves. It no kidding. Big, Earth, big Wind, and Fire, great band, yeah. one of my favorites. By the way, I ran into a president there. I don't know if you know him, Obama. <clears throat> Oh yeah, yeah. you know, no, no, it's like, do you know who uh, uh, President Obama is? Yeah, do you know a guy named Barack? <clears throat> so you met for Dean White, and he said, "Hey, tell Howard I'm a meditator." And uh, yeah, it was funny because like yeah. I just saw him, and I, I'm a big fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire. But again, I don't want to bother anybody, and so right. he waved me over, and he said, "Listen, man, I just I love the show, but please tell Howard how much I love." meditation and that he's into meditation and how he tells Love the world it. about it meditation man i don't talk about it enough i miss the maharishi and i miss talking about meditation I, I hope the whole world meditates maybe they calm the fuck down and get some brains <clears throat> instead of walking around on tv saying they want a dictator fucking morons but then again i don't talk about politics <laughs> I didn't like Annie Lennox's politics very much. It's really weird to me, though, that you can't remember what Wolfgang Van Halen played, and yet you remember every detail of Verdine White's conversation. Well, because we had a conversation face to face. Of course, I remember. Okay, okay, all right. Just, and, I'm just curious. He was wearing jumpsuit too. <clears throat> I also saw Ed Sheeran working out at my gym in the hotel. Oh, no kidding! What hotel were you at? Um, the Rock and Roll Hotel. Sunset, no, it's, uh, it's 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 a hotel on Sunset, but it's not like it wasn't the Four Seasons where I would have thought he was. So I was like waiting for my Uber, and he just came out of the gym. I saw with two big bodyguards. It was actually the day of the Grammys, and it was like in the afternoon. He just finished working out. I was like, I can't believe he's at our hotel. Did you say hi hey, to him? What are you doing here? He, they blew by pretty quick. Oh yeah, they blew by. They blew he by probably, his quick. bodyguard probably would have like punched you. Exactly. What what, yeah. what were the bodyguards wearing? Not workout clothes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Ed Sheeran, I love that too. <laughs> I, I know Ed is like now taking care of himself and like, you know, working out and stuff. Like, how much can he lift? Did you check that out? He I, he was, I didn't see him working out, but he was super sweaty. Like, it, he definitely looked like he had a pretty amazing workout. I think he did a hydro. <clears throat> was he with a. They had a hydro he, there. <laughs> yeah. Was he with a trainer or is he doing his own thing? Again, I just saw the two bodyguards. You're telling me he, he's in the he gym was with the two waiting for an Uber. He wasn't in the gym. Right. But it's oh, funny. No, oh. Ed, I, I, I had just gotten back from a long walk and um, I went to the gym to grab a water and I didn't see him. So he must have been all the way around. Like, there's, like it kind of, you know, loops around. He must have been hiding in the back. That's kind of a cool move. Working out with bodyguards. It's 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 tricky. I've actually done that. But I was single at the time and figured I could get laid that way. <laughs> or I'll see some dudes hovering. <laughs> it's weird, though, because the bodyguards are watching you work out. I've had a bodyguard watch me work out, and it's embarrassing because I'm lifting 10 pounds. And these guys are big, and they're probably like, look at this douche. It's a tricky yeah, thing to work they out. They could probably press you, bench press you, Yeah, you can't lift two pounds. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm working out in front of my bodyguard. 
And he's like looking at me like I'm like, perhaps I'm handicapped. Like that's yeah, all you lift? a few times. It's pretty funny. Uh, sir, excuse me. Can you give me a spot over here for my 10 pounds? As long as I'm paying you to bodyguard me. Also, oh, Ed's got two bodyguards when he's working out, huh? Yeah, one of them could, like one of them was a pretty big guy. One of them wasn't as big, so maybe one of them might have been a trainer. That can backfire on you because then, like, well, he's married, but when you're single, there's hot chicks around. They, the, the they bodyguards don't the get hot it. Chicks, yeah. yeah they, you're like, uh, and like, you know, it's embarrassing. You're like, just keep guys away from me, okay? The girl <laughs> wants to talk to me. Like, like that conversation is very embarrassing, but I have had it. <laughs> Uh, look, I don't know how to spell this out for you. That girl doesn't seem dangerous. That dude over there does. You know what I mean? But it it's really difficult to work out with a bodyguard giggling at you. <laughs> Just take it from me. So, like, well, you were waiting for an Uber? the bodyguard doesn't look at you. They're turned the other right. way to watch for people. Yeah, well. They end up looking they were kind at of, you. They were kind of in like a line of three, you know, like bodyguard, right. Ed, bodyguard. So mm, somebody had man. the somebody had the rear, somebody had the front, and it all wow. happened. It all happened within four seconds. What were you doing in the gym? Like you were, you just went to get some water or something, or I just went to get water. I just came back from a oh. walk where I was, I was accosted by a homeless man, and so <laughs> <laughs> I just was getting water after my long walk. Yeah, yeah, that working out with a bodyguard is tricky. Um, excuse me, can you, can you pass me the pink dumbbells? I, yeah, I know that's in the women's <laughs> section, but I would like to use those for small muscle groups. Again, I just like to say, and a quick look, it looked like he had a great workout. It didn't look like it was a light right. workout. He was like, right. he was really crazy. No, I'm talking sweat. about my workout. I'm not talking about Ed. Lest anyone think. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm working my rotator cuff. That's why I'm using the pink dumbbells. Uh, lest anyone think I can't lift. You know. So. Uh-oh. It's getting late. I gotta go. Oh, whoa. It's Dua Lipa. Hi, Dua. Oi, hey. Oi, Gary, you left me out of your bloody notes. I was at the party, too, you know? It's, it's, it's honestly just annoying, you know? I mean, come on. We were, we were, you spent the whole po powered. He spent the whole party eating shrimp, had the tail stuck in his teeth like a big dumb whale. I mean, it was, it was honestly just distasteful. He gave me a hug and left chocolate fingerprints all over my dress, that wanker. I mean, is, uh, it was absolutely is, disgusting. Is Dua Lipa British? Uh, of course. Do you not know who Dua Lipa is? Of course I'm British. I know, I know who you are because you're hot, but I didn't know you were British. He's oh my god, stop speak. staring at my tits, okay? You know, I'm, Ooh, I'm up Gary? here. Gary, apologize to Miss Leeper. Uh, uh, sorry, Miss Leeper. Miss Leeper. Yeah, good. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's just, it's just repulsive. I mean, Gary, at the party, no one could even get between you and the snack table. I tried and you threw me out a bloody window. All be it, it was just absolutely. All right. All right. Leave Gary alone. Only I Is that a un unfunny Dua Lipa? Is that the character? Yeah, <laughs> that was who that was. Uh,. Is Dua Lipa British? I didn't know that. I assumed she was American. I didn't know Somebody that. Somebody must have done some research. And the rest of the fan mail, uh, people talking about JD's betting. Uh, 
We Are the World documentary. I talked about that. I loved it. Um, Howard, I love the We Are the World documentary, the album, the video, both huge deals in the 80s. You need to know a similar documentary about the making of the birthday bash. Oh, you need to do a similar documentary. I can't, well, we kind of have. You know, go on the app. We have uh, the director's cut and all that. Howard, do they know it's Christmas and We Are the World have become classics? Do you remember all the supergroup charity songs they churned out after that? No, I don't. They had one for every genre and every cause. Hmm. Did you know this? We Are the World. Well, first there was the Bob Geldof thing. We, you know, whatever that was. Do they know it's Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas? Then it was We Are the World. But according to this... Canada got all upset that they hadn't raised any money for Africa. <laughs> the same year, a supergroup of Canadian artists under the name Northern Lights recorded a song called Tears Are Not Enough. I didn't know that. Let's see. Now, I never heard that before. Oh, my goodness. They should have gotten and, Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie to help. Yeah. <laughs> An ensemble of heavy metal musicians under the name Here in Aid. Here in Aid also released a song called Stars in 1986 for famine relief in Africa. I didn't know that either. <laughs> uh, here in Aid. Ronnie James Dio of Dio, Rob Halford of Judas Priest, Eric Bloom, my cousin of Blue Oyster Cult, and Vince Neil of Motley Crue. Guess what? Africa's still starving after that song. <laughs> In 1990, Every a bit helped, I'm sure. I'm sure. In 19, I don't know how much money that song generated, honestly. <laughs> People in Africa, well, we didn't see that money, and I'm sure they did, though. In 1990, a supergroup of West Coast hip-hop artists under the name The West Coast Rap All-Stars released a song called We We Are All in the Same Gang to aid the prevention of gang-related violence. Oh, okay. Some of the West Coast rap all stars included Tone Loke, just there. Yeah, that was Tone. Ice, that was Tone Loke, Ice T, Dr. Dre, MC Hammer, and Easy E. Who was singing like this at the, that second I don't line? Know. It sounded I don't like know um, was. there was a woman named Michelle that had that funny voice. I'm guessing oh. that's who it is. Hi, everybody. It's Michelle here uh, singing. To end rap, to end, what am I ending again? Oh, gang violence. <laughs> Prevention of gang-related violence. All right. I didn't know any of these songs. By the way, we uh, tried this once. I put together a Whack Pack super group. Uh, if you remember, we are the Whack Pack. My name is Wendy, and I stick out in a crowd when I lose my power. Please rate me for crying out loud. Hi, Mom and Daddy. Are you proud of me now? I'm Kelly Clarkson. I love spitting my mouth. 
made no money for time Africa. Oh. When my underpants would sink. But I don't care. I just smoke and drink. We are the Black Pack. Yeah, that raised zero dollars. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, I got to go. Uh, Robin, uh, thank Lipa you. is English and Albanian. I didn't know that. Good for her. I didn't know. She's hot, though. I'll tell you that. All right. We'll uh, resume tomorrow. Paul Giamatti will be my guest next Wednesday. Billy Joel and soon John Cena. So there you go. And, uh, oh, and thanks to Hyundai. Uh, the 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for adventure with features like available H-Track all-wheel drive and standard third-row seating. Goodbye. <laughs>